that's kind of cool idea that Earth is becoming Unicron. And then the movie ended. I'm like, I oh my God, <laughs> I was wrong. Unicron was Earth all along. <laughs> <laughs> you finally made a gorilla out of me. <laughs> Too much energy. Yes. 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 Greetings, Cybertronians. Welcome back to Too Much Energon, the laser comb podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, NeoCal. And I'm Dan. Oh. Oh, hello. Was I... Oh, hello. Hey, it's hello. me, Dan, from uh, What the Famicom. Sweet. Yeah, we, uh, we, we have a guest, Dan, from the What the Famicom podcast. Uh, this is episode 50 of Too Much Energon, and, uh, wow, 50 episodes. Yeah, can you. Can, can you fucking believe it? No. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to believe it? I want to believe. 50 Jeff episodes. It's hard to. That's a big milestone for you guys. It, it is a big milestone. It's also... It's also interesting too because uh, today uh, we're recording. At the time of recording, it's July 29th. It is one year shy, or one day shy of being one year since we recorded the first episode of Too Much Energon. Wow! So not only is it 50 episodes, it's also an anniversary of sorts. Yeah. Raise the roof. I wanted to get Raise like it. a. I wanted to get like a party hat and like streamers and stuff, but like. Couldn't find them. To be fair, I actually I wore. I'm actually I'm wearing a Transformer shirt to the occasion. Oh, nice! And, there you go. And I have a surprise. I have this giant Transformers book that I have. Holy shit! I've had this for since like 2012 or 13. I bought it off Amazon. And full disclosure, I'm not like a huge Transformers head. Like I don't love it. I casually like it, but I love Beast Wars. And mm. so having a shirt and a giant book, it made it seem like I'm like a super fan, <laughs> but I'm really not. <laughs> like I know the movies and stuff like that, but when I Busted. when I got I got this book, uh, whatever, and I read more about Beast Wars, and I think through this book was the first time I read that there was toys, there was a comic, there was the Japanese show. I'm like, wait, it like blew my mind. I'm like, wait, hold on, it's not just a three season show where some shit happens. So it kind of threw me off. A three-season show where Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. Yeah, basically. That's what it actually, yeah. that's the description in the book. There's only one page. Of <laughs> that's where we got it from. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's like Cheetor's uh, character bio. Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. Yeah. Cheetor is a cheetah man. He is young and goes fast and says some Cheetor bullshit. But in the book, the text is all big, so that's why it takes up a full page. <laughs> oh, giant! I, this is Cheetor. Watch Cheetor run. 
I, I've long uh, suspected that, like, uh, Ed, Dan, you're you're kind of uh, uh, adding fuel to this fire. I've long suspected that, like, hardcore Transformers fans would not like our podcast because uh, maybe not. And I because we're about... like fucking eye lasers, like Gorilla Man and beer drink. Uh, Rhinox is a beer drinking trucker. <laughs> well, just I mean, yeah, I mean, first off, I love your impersonation of Rhinox. I love your impersonation. I love all your guys' impersonations because they're so they're pretty dead on. To be honest, like they're actually really good. But um, yeah, because your main thing in the beginning is we talk shit about Beast Wars. Yeah, and. I feel like if somebody's looking for a Transformers podcast, they're like, oh my God, I love, like, I live and breathe Transformers. And they listen to an episode and that starts it off. They're like, this is heresy. I don't <laughs> like, they get offended by that. I bet these assholes like War for Cybertron Kingdom too. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah, I bet these guys like this instead of that. Yeah. And we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we do. Um, uh, what that that's actually something else I wanted to point out. Um, I know it's like a complete like coincidence. It's a f- insane coincidence, but the fact that we're recording episode fifty of Too Much Energon the very day that the Beast the Beast Formers come back in War for Cybertron Kingdom. Beast Formers, the, I like that. I the the Beast Formers are back for the first time in like over two decades on the same day that we're recording episode 50 of Too Much Energon. So like I said, out of, crazy yeah, coincidence. Out of the loop. But um, it feels Kingdom. like it was kind of meant to be. Yeah. yeah. It, it, we didn't plan it. <laughs> we no, don't plan we it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for anyone listening that's so, for some reason listening to us but not watching War for Cybertron on Netflix. <laughs> um, uh, Kingdom, the third part of War for Cybertron, came out the day we're recording this, and we all watched some episodes of it, and, man, so nice seeing them back. <laughs> it's it really awesome. It's like, really spoilers, it's, it's the characters from Beast Wars. <laughs> Yeah, they, they don't they didn't change their look. They maybe lost them up a little bit, but they look identical to what they did on Beast Wars. I, I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're great, yeah. I'm so uh for the listeners, uh we 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 all kind of have like a uh like waterfall, like cascading effect of number of episodes we've watched. So there's six episodes of War for Cybertron Kingdom. Cat <laughs> Invisible, invisible coffee. Not enough energy on in that coffee cup. No. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it, it, it has sh- uh, shockwaves cloaking device. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Oh, shit. Um, so, oh, so, no. Cal, so uh, I believe, Cal, you have watched uh, all six episodes of Kingdom, yes? Yes, the benefit of being sick and not having a real job is I can do something like that. <laughs> uh, Dan, you've watched five, correct? I've watched five of them, and I think I just got done the fifth one, like right before we started recording. So. I have watched four, and I just got done the fourth right before we we started recording today. Um, I I get up like I get up five days a week for work at like quarter after five in the morning. Um. Yeah. Hey, I, I've been I've been doing <laughs> it for like I've been doing it for like uh, over two years now, so I'm kind of used to it at this point. Even on uh, my okay. days, even on my days off, I wake up super early. Um, but today, 
I, I woke up at like 4.30, like just uh, not intentionally or anything, but like just randomly, I woke up at like 4.30 and I'm like, oh, I'll try to go back to bed. And then I'm like, wait a minute, Kingdom's on. Kingdom's out on Netflix. So I got up and like threw on a bathrobe and came into the uh, the computer room and sat and watched. I'm like, I'm like, okay, if I really hurry when I'm showering and like getting ready and everything, I think I can squeeze in two episodes before I have to go to uh, to, to get to work. And I I just barely made it. So I got up like a like a child on Saturday <laughs> morning. On Christmas, yeah, yeah. I got up super early just to watch the the new Transformers cartoon, the new Beast Wars cartoon specifically. But would you say it was worth getting up at four thirty in the morning for? A hundred percent. Okay. I, I tweeted about it earlier. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Um, I tweeted about it on Twitter that uh, I had a lot of thoughts after watching two episodes, and most of them are positive. I only really have a couple of complaints, and that continues even into episodes three and four. Episode three is fucking great. I think I really only have uh, one real complaint. And I'll probably last the, I only have one episode left, but I'm sure the complaint goes into it. But yeah, I only have one thing that I don't like about it throughout the whole show. Okay, so um, like, why don't we get into talking about that? So like, uh, what, 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 what are your guys's like, what do you like about the show so far? Well, to, to be, to be clear before we dive into it, it we're going to be vague enough that we can talk about impressions, but not try to spoil anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah. we can we can we can talk about like certain plot details and characters, but like nothing that's like any kind of like huge revelation or anything. Yeah, I think it's exactly. Fair. Like they they know what characters are on there. Yeah. So okay, okay. Um, yeah, Dan, what's your the the one persistent? My one thing that I don't like that started in the very first episode of the show is I hate. Beast Wars Megatron's voice. Yeah. It <laughs> is terrible. And also, it's the voice they gave him sounds like the voice they should have given one of the lackeys. Like, it sounds like a voice they should have used for, like, one of the lackeys in the original Beast Wars. Like, like Scorponok. Like a Scorponok's voice or something like that. He doesn't sound like he's a leader. And that goes throughout every episode, no matter who he's talking to. He's like, I'll take you down. But he says it in, like, a second in command voice, and I'm like, you're not threatening. Like, it's yeah, the you're delivery. Gone. Yes, the delivery. It's is not just his voice; it's the delivery. He sounds yeah. like a lackey. Did you? Yes. Yeah, it's, he does say oh, yes a few you're times. Going to I've that. You're here, and you will reward us. Oh yes. my god! That like, like blew my mind when he would say that. In episode four, like there's a there's a scene where they're trying to get into like a a, a temple, and uh, Mega uh, G one Megatron gets injured, and uh, uh, B Source Megatron shows up and is like, "No, Megatron!" and like, <laughs> it like was crazy. It, it's it's not even just his voice; it's like the way the character is depicted. Like, he like he, he straight up wants to just suck G one Megatron's dick. He wants like to I suck said. his tail. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I, I, 
Like I get that like, Me- like Beast Wars Megatron is supposed to be like he he admires G1 Megatron and like he takes his name and like looks at him as this like legendary figure. Well they made him a simp. They made him like a like a, a simp. Like a yeah. guy that like fought, you know, like it was like crazy. Okay. Because they I realized that like Optimus Primal, he has a little like he has what he had in the original Beast Wars, but his personality is a little bit different. Obviously, his voice is different, but they kept the same general principle of the guy. With well, the, the new well, Megatron. You... Oh, sorry, what were we saying? Oh, uh, if you like, I, I was thinking about this today too because I actually like Optimus Primal in Kingdom quite a bit. I, I love him. Yeah, I think he's uh, great. And I was thinking about it today. Uh, Optimus Primal in Beast Wars, like he definitely grew into his own character, but he was very much supposed to just be Optimus Prime. Yeah, he was yeah. very, a very, very, very similar character to Optimus Prime, especially in the early days of Beast Wars. So it's like they took two extremes. Yeah. Like they kept uh, Optimus Prime. Well, like they made him a little bit different, but they made him different from Optimus from Optimus Prime because these two are meeting in the show. But with the yeah. new Megatron, it was like from the first word he said, I wanted to like throw up. Okay, the- so so voice aside, he is such. Us insufferable sycophant that I kind of hate him. Christopher, is that an accurate word to describe yeah. um, the tyrant lizard Megatron? Yeah. Uh, he's such a sycophant and he's not like that in Beast Wars. No. no. He loves, like, he follows a doctrine. He, 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 ha- he has the Bible of the Autobots and the Decepticons. But like, have a fucking spine, man. You yeah. can support G one Megatron and still have a spine. Yeah, I'd like. I have a hard time believing that anyone would actually follow this guy. Exactly. Yeah, that, I agree. I agree. I Whereas, was like, like who the fuck is following this guy? But when he's around <laughs> his lackeys, he's. He's powerful, but when he's around like G1 Megatron, he's like, of course, Lord Megatron. Yes. And when they show him in action, he is a powerhouse. Like, it's cool. Obviously, you love T-Rex Megatron. When he fights, it's awesome. When he like just stomps and like rages on people, it's cool. And then he opens his mouth. Yeah. So that's my only complaint. That's literally throughout even the whole entire series, because I honestly love the show. I think it's amazing. And this yeah. is probably the first time something has come up on the show these three seasons where I'm like, no, it's just not working. And you know what? That's my biggest and probably that, that's my only problem. The other stuff is like nitpicky stuff that I'll get into if or when we like review the episodes. Mm-hmm. It, it's not worth like talking about now. Um, I find that the the differentiating timeline was interesting because mm-hmm. it, it changes everything. But I'm like, who's following this this Megatron, <laughs> this T Rex? I hmm. I yeah. I'm yeah. I think I, we're in agreement on that one. Yeah. And you know what, man? I know there might be some people listening that will like break their whatever device they're like listening to this over their knee and be like, huh, they know nothing. I'm fine with everyone's voices. Uh, Beast Wars Megatron's tilts me the most. 
there's one other voice that I don't like. The rest of them, I think, are perfectly fine. Um, there's one other voice that I don't like, and that's Tigatron. Oh, yeah. That was I my follow-up. That was my follow-up. I was like... I didn't mind him. I don't like Tigatron, but maybe that's just me. But that... <laughs> No, I, I, I agree with both of you guys, because when he said like, the first or second thing he said, it was very weird, the voice that came out of Tigatron. Because I'm like... We know Tigertron. We know like the kind of personality he has, the kind of voice he has. So I feel like it went from like being like a real deep baritone voice to like being like a squeaky teenager or something like that. Like it was kind of like a really weird contrast. Yeah, I was like, why does he kind of sound like a mix between Terrorsaur and Dinobot? Yeah, he sounds like a kid. He's, <laughs> it was something that something was weird about him. There's there's a part doesn't give anything away. There's a part where everyone's being cautious and they're like, no, we don't attack yet. And he pulls a Cheetor move and he's like, no, I say we go in now. And I'm like, is Tigertron the new Cheetor? <laughs> That's the opposite of you, man. You're supposed to be super zen and like patient and smart. Yeah, yeah. And I understand there were circumstances where he wanted to go in and, and like get things done because they were personal. But he felt like white Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't like, hate it. It was definitely the a shock. In, in the toys, he is white Cheetor. But Quite literally, yeah. 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 Physically, yes. Yeah, I, I had both of them when I was a uh, when I was eleven. He, Tigatron is literally just a repainted Cheetor figure. That's so good. Uh, Primal's voice. I, it was fine at it first. I was me. like, it grew on me. It wasn't it Gary Chalk, so obviously, like, you're not going to get Gary Chalk and. This person has a different like tone in his voice. He sound he seems a little more aggressive. Like he's like, We've been on this planet, yeah. like this is your fault. Like, fuck you. You like, you know, you're the reason we're in this scenario. Like, I kinda like that. I I kinda liked that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was talking about this to a, a, a coworker of mine today, because I, I have a couple of coworkers who are big Transformers fans. Uh, and one of them is a big Beast Wars fan specifically. And the the show like started before he was even born, so I find that really interesting. Oh wow! Oh, the younger, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's like twenty three. So I'm like, I'm like, that's rad that you're like super into Beast Wars. Yeah. Um, but I, I was talking to him uh, about this today, and uh, in uh, in Beast Wars, like. Optimus G1 Optimus Prime is treated like this big, like heroic figure that is like this big source of reverence for all of the Maximals, this like really important historical figure. I like the fact that in Kingdom, like when Optimus Prime like, see, sees him, he's like, No, you're the asshole who completely fucked Cybertron. Yeah, you're the reason I'm a half monkey. Like, you're <laughs> the reason, you know? That was so at first I was confused and I was going to criticize that. Because I was like, hold on, when the Decepticons meet the Predacons, they peacefully engage. Yeah. But when the Maximals meet the Autobots, they just, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then as the plot came more clear, I was like, oh, yeah, they fucking hate him. Yeah. And not to get too deep, like you guys said, but like the way they incorporated um, the Beast Wars and kind of made a new timeline. Yeah. And and didn't like they didn't rewrite kind of they didn't cancel out anything you watched 25 years ago. They just kind of incorporated it differently. I think they did a really good job. I think it makes sense. And the overarching yes. uh series. 
Well, much like um, Siege and Earthrise are like kind of a reboot, like retooling of the G1 timeline. This is Yeah, it's a reimagining of that timeline. So yeah, it, it I, I wasn't expecting it to be like a complete like beat for beat retelling of Beast Wars. And mm-hmm. so far, like I said, I'm four episodes in. So far, I'm I, I'm really enjoying like how they've incorporated the Beast Wars characters into this story. I didn't have time to nitpick about things too much. For the first time in years, I was actually leaning forward and <laughs> it's so weird seeing like Beast Wars characters in modern television. Yeah. And I'm like it's leaning amazing. forward like what? Oh wow, that person's helping. Oh cool. Like it's it, it it's it could almost do no wrong, right? And yeah, I could I can go and like nitpick individual things or like whatever, but I was like, this is is this good? And then when I finished, <laughs> I was like, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> there was a moment in episode three, uh it involves Dinobot, where that actually made me like start clapping. I think I feel like I know exactly what moment you're talking about because I kind of had I think I verbally I live by myself and I like verbally was like, fuck oh, yeah. Like, I think I was like, yep, nice. Yeah. Dinobot utters a classic Dinobot line and fucking eye lasers. Yep. And that, exactly. like, I was like... The only <laughs> eye lasers of the, ser- of the series, I think. Yeah, probably. To be I think that's the only time anyone uses eye lasers in all of War for Cybertron. You waited 25 years to get more eye lasers. Finally got it. We did it, folks. <laughs> we did it. 25 right. years and yeah. Dinobot used fucking eye lasers. There's, I also part, there's also a part in episode one where it's like the first fight. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's in like the first few minutes. But there was something happened in that fight towards the end of it where like I kind of had the same moment where I was like, yo, that's like, a, it was like a movie moment. Like kind of like the way it happened. It was kind of cool. I don't know if yeah. you guys did. Well, you know, speaking, of, speaking uh, yeah. of movie moments, like I, I said this to my partner uh, months ago when I first discovered uh, Siege. Um, I think I said this to Cal too. Like, this series is legitimately better than, en- like, leaps and bounds better than any of the actual Transformers movies. Yes. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let's just do this as Transformers movies. Like, can this just be Transformers? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I think I came across it. Uh... What was it? Uh, when did the first season come out? Last summer? Yeah, yeah, last July. So, like like I said, like I'm not like a humongous Transformers person, but I saw it, and it was like a new anime series. I'm like, oh, it's cool CG. Uh, so I put it on, and from episode one, it was like dark. It was It took itself dead serious, and I'm like, I agreed with you. I'm like, this is the way it needs to be. Yeah. You need to treat these talking robots that turn into cars as deadly serious, like as Hamlet. Or like shape or any you know some of the dead serious thing because if you don't, if you try to goof it up, then the whole thing gets ruined. But everyone's dead serious about like the world ending, the all spark, like all this shit. I'm like, thank you, like this works, like it works so well. My my partner started watching, it. so Christopher told me about War for Cybertron, and again when I started this, I'm like, yeah, I'll do Beast Wars. I'm not even a Transformers person, but I'll do Beast Wars. And after a few months, he told me about War for Cybertron, and I watched it, and I was like, Christopher, this is actually really good. 
Yeah. And my partner, absolutely nothing about Transformers at all, had watched the movie with me, the 1986 Transformers movie. Um, And she was like, why is this so much better than any other Transformers (laughs) stuff I've heard of? But she started watching uh, War for Cybertron 2, and she's like, I I really want to know what happens. What the hell? Like, I really like Alita, and um, who's the sniper? Chromia. Chromia, (laughs) yeah. I forgot forgot her name, actually. And um, for a while, like like, toys are everywhere. So that's the only reason why I know her name. Uh, Every time, every time I was going to Walmart, like looking for new Transformers, when I started buying them again uh, last winter, like there were all always Chromias there. Mm -hmm. And she's got a cool design, right? Yeah. 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 And um, she's like, man, I, I really like Jetfire. And I'm like, right? And uh, even she likes it. So the fact it can appeal to people that aren't even into Transformers that much and be like, oh, wow, this is dramatic. And like, I want to know what happens. Well, yeah, and indeed, I, I think those people are probably the people who are going to get the most out of this show, especially if you go to any Transformers uh, forum, uh, the, the, the hardcore as fans. As Christopher was saying, so all three of us here are like kind of like praising it, right? All you hear is about how shit this is online. Really? From trans hardcore Transformers Man? fans, yeah. That's it, crazy. This show is very critically acclaimed. Like you go to Rotten Tomatoes, like it's all like all three of them are like in the high like nineties, like ninety percent. So oh, okay. it's a very, it's a very critically acclaimed show. But you go to like any Transformers website or forum, and people just like shit talk it about how like they complain that it's not Peter Cullen doing the voice of Optimus Prime. They're like, this is the worst animation I've ever seen in anything. And I'm like, really? I did see that. I saw someone say something like when the first or second season came out, and they were like, this animation's bad. I'm like, are you drunk? Like, I'm like, really? This- Have you seen season one of Beast Wars? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, how, what are people watching where they say it looks bad? It is like such an, like, if anything, I if think... you even don't like the voice acting, the, the, the look of the show is like a 10 out of 10. You know, even if you don't like the characterizations or anything else, like, you got to praise that it actually looks amazing. Yeah, it, and yes, and the, the yeah. cinematography and the it's still called cinematography and animation. Yeah, um, yeah. it's man, it's it looks <laughs> it looks so good. So I'm like, what are people comparing this to? Where they say it looks bad? Do you want it to look like G1 Transformers, where there's just 10 seconds close up shots of like Transformers with their mouth like? opening up with just a different colored background like old animation like used to be and they just reuse the same shots all season with a change in background so i I, what are they comparing this to man i think this is like the height of animation literally like um messed up from the movies like i because i know i am i think that probably took me from like being a casual to like liking them when the movies came out and then realizing no these movies aren't good um so i got tricked so i remember I saw the movies in theaters, like one, two, and three. And looking back, I really can't remember much about them. The old Michael I, Bay grift. 
Yeah. And then I saw four. <laughs> so four on TV. Four is the first one, Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. I saw yeah, that so movie in theaters and fucking fell asleep. Actually, weirdly, I liked the first Mark Wahlberg one. I saw it on TV and I'm like, oh, oh shit. Like the Dinobots are in it. Like I actually enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed watching him interact with Transformers. I think so. I paid. So it got me liking the movies again. So then I paid for the next one, the last oh. night. And I went to see the last night in theaters. And I'm like, this is no way. I got tricked. This movie is garbage. And the last night, like, was atrocious. And I well, think China that really off. loved it. If you yes, want to see did. how atrocious it was, atrocious it was, go and look how much they squeezed money they squeezed out of China. Um, basically, after the third one, they started making those movies for China. Or there's nothing yeah. wrong with yeah. that, but the, Marvel, China Marvel loves was doing robot that. movies. Marvel was yeah. doing that for a while in the early 2010s as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I cannot look at their faces. There's too many moving parts, and they're just they're just offensive for me to look at in the movies. Like, right? give me Wheeljack, where his face doesn't move and his fucking ears just light up light any up, day yeah. over like the seven thousand moving parts on the Michael Bay. <laughs> well, now they movies. it's tough because in the last night, I think they introduced Unicron. Am I wrong? Did I am I remember that wrong? Yeah, yeah. It was like never watched them. <laughs> I, I think like they they transported Cybertron to like Earth's orbit, but then Cybertron turned out to have like Unicron inside it or yeah, something. Yeah, or something. Or like I think at the end of the last night, Earth is becoming Unicron. Like there's horns coming out of Earth, and I'm like, oh cool. And it was like literally, I'm not even kidding. I remember seeing it with my brother. I'm like, the only cool thing about this movie was the last five minutes. Cause I'm like, Unicron is cool. Anyways, so Christopher, I, um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, probably uh, that, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably that 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 movie that movie is. Bad. I've been waiting. How old is Earth? Like 12, 12 point something billion. I've been asleep years. this entire time. I've been time. waiting twelve billion years to get you at this moment. Oh, there's a, he's related to King Arthur in that movie. Like King Arthur gave Optimus Prime the fuck sword. King it's, Arthur was a robot. Sure. Yeah, and there were no, like there that. were Nazis for some reason, and Winston that Churchill was, had something to do with it. That was the I best part in one of those because they show uh, Bumblebee in like Nazi Germany. That was a cool part. Mm. That was like are a not, what? Are there Nazi bots? No, they show like if somebody's telling a story about how Bumblebee's been around, and they show Bumblebee in like a, a flashback pulling up to like a Nazi mansion, and then he turns into a transformer and starts gunning down Nazis, and I'm like. I'll see this movie. Give do I know some? Do I know something funny about that? Is the house that they used and that they put not like Nazi banners on was uh -huh. Winston Churchill himself's house. Ugh. Like it was, it, it was his mansion, like his his actual house. Wow, it, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it, it is kind of fucked up, and uh, the the production actually took a lot of flack for hanging. Uh, Nazi paraphernalia on the house, on the literal house of Winston Churchill, and Michael Bay. Classic Michael, Michael Bay's Bay. official response to the media was that he feels that if Winston Churchill had read the script for Transformers: The Last Night and understood the context of the story, he would be perfectly okay with it. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like his answer. To be honest, it's kind of a ballsy answer. Well, it's Michael Bay. 
Yeah, if I respect he was alive, he'd take a puff of his cigar and he would go outside and fucking fight the people trying to <laughs> trying to hang wow. the flags himself, and there'd be riots. Yeah. Yeah. If he was alive and read the script. If there's <laughs> anything worth writing over hilarious it, it response. So good. Wow. Like, fuck off, Michael Bay. <laughs> what uh so do you guys have other complaints about the show at all? Uh complaints? Complaints? Yeah. No, not really. No. Um yeah. I think I think the show the show like really brings together like the MacGuffin of the original Transformers movie, the MacGuffin of Beast Wars, and the MacGuffin of the Michael Bay movies, that being the Matrix of Leadership, the Golden Discs, and the AllSpark. It does a really good job of tying those all together. Yeah. It really ties the timeline together. Yeah. It does, and that was uh, that was one of the things I was most impressed about. I was uh, shocked that it got less complicated instead of more. I agree with you, and actually, I do agree that you're right. Three three main things that these characters are going after, especially in this season, and it was very easy to follow. Yeah. Like the motives, the motives were very just black and white anyway. So you were very, it was very easy to follow. Like, oh, this person's evil, that's why they're going after this. Oh, this person's good, that's why they need this. Dinobot in the show is vo actually voiced by a rapper named uh, Chris Chris. Uh, Kalika, who I'd never really? heard of, who I'd never I heard, heard of, him. but I, I Googled him and guy has like 400,000 followers on Twitter. He's been, he's released like several albums. He's been around for like 20 years. He did a good uh, job. And so that's kind of a get for the show. So I would like to know what the story was because I feel, because the rest of the cast is like nobody's in this trilogy. Mm -hmm. So, and that's no disrespect to any of them, but they're all non-union voice Except actors. This is disrespect to the guy that voices Megatron. Full of disrespect, because I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, except that guy. Yeah, except that guy. Uh, so, I want to know the story of how uh, this rapper got the, the voice role of Dinobot, because what I like to think is that he found out that there was going to be a War for Cybertron Kingdom cartoon and called up his agent and was like, Yo, get me an audition as Dinobot. I mean, if you have the no, leverage, you yeah, don't get me the. If you don't get me an audition for Dinobot, we're through. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think like, that that's I, what, I be, what happens. You don't just, understand how much Dinobot meant to me. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be awesome if he was like a super fan, and they were like he was one of the biggest fans of Beast Wars ever, and then they announced that's our headcanon. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> Because it's weird, right? Because like the the rest of the cast are all like like kind of small time voice actors, but then meanwhile we have this rapper like who's never done any voice acting. I looked him up. I gotta, never, I gotta look never him done, up. Yeah, never done any voice acting before. Suddenly, like gets the role of Dinobot. Like he had to have reached out to someone and been like, "Hey, I want to be Dinobot." Listen, His I thought voice. he was. I thought he was good, and it's also you have a lot to like. You have big shoes to fill because the original Dinobot was an iconic voice. It was an iconic role. He's a fan favorite. He's probably one of the most favorite characters of the original Beast Wars. Um, I'd say Transformers like, in general at this point. Yeah, Everybody no, I agree. And he had like, you it's know, Optimus a, Prime, Dinobot, um, <laughs> Dino, Dinobot, 
and like sound and like Soundwave and Megatron probably. Yeah. Stars Starscream's pretty up there too. So yeah. the fact that this guy did it at I think he did Adam roll adverb roll. Oh, I can't say the word. He did a good job. He did <laughs> an Adam roll. West roll. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't get the word out of my mouth. But I think you know he did what? a good job uh as his voice. Very quickly grew on me. At first yeah. I was like, Are you sure? And then his like second lines, I was like, Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt more. about Optimus Primal too. I was like, oh, Same. that's weird. But then Do you I remember got used when to everyone it. was complaining on like Twitter, and I was like, uh, give it another listen. It it's actually fine. I know. Even I was one of those people. I was like, eh. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I think it's okay. <laughs> I I can't um, get I'm used not... to Tigatron or or Beast Wars or Megatron not... though. Yeah, I usually don't care. About like I don't need them to be sound like the old like old Beast Wars, mm -hmm. but I can't jive with Megatron and Tigatron. Yeah, I can't. I can't jive with yeah. it, man. They should just make their own show. Just get them off this show, and this show <laughs> would be like an an absolute perfect show. I just need you to take those two out. <laughs> we let's make a petition. <laughs> happening right now. Another change.org petition from. Uh, he's from he's making it right now. He's writing it up. <laughs> we'll, we'll find the voice actors that did those roles and get them canceled. How dare <laughs> you? How dare. No, what they need to do, we need to start a petition for them to track down whoever the fuck voiced uh, Megatron in the Beast Wars video game and get him into the show. Because I'm sure he's not doing anything. From what I heard, because I hear that snippet all the time on your show. From what I heard, that's a better job than this Megatron. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I actually had that. I think I had that for a computer. Uh, I don't think I had it for a PlayStation. I, I wish I had more memories of it. I just remember owning it when Beast Wars was at its prime. It, it wasn't. It's it wasn't atrocious. Good. Yeah, it, I'm sure it, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a, a Sony like PlayStation Classic Mini because I've got one on clearance for like 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I have it hacked to have like a bunch of like like a hundred other like playstation ps1 roms and uh, that's one of them so i played it and i'm like holy shit this game is fucking terrible but the voice acting is is amazing yeah primo <laughs> it, so it I, is I unintentionally mini, amazing i have the sony um the the ps1 mini too and i was like you know what maybe i should download and and rom the um and play that. And then Christopher's just like, it's just bad. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. So it's not like, even if, like if fun a friend bad. tells me something's bad, I'm good. I uh, don't care. <laughs> yeah, you you can experience the dipshit voice acting from that game just by listening to this podcast because I frequently incorporate audio yeah. from it. <laughs> well, speaking it, of video games, because the the last I don't know if there's been games since, but the last games for Transformers were called War for Cybertron. And those were phenomenal. There was two of them. They were on the PS3 and Xbox. Actually, there were was three the of same, them. It was the same team that made um, what are those other mech games? Uh, shoot. I think the company was called Dark Moon or High Moon or something. That sounds right. Uh, anyways, um, pre like my friend was a, as a big like mech video game like player. Mm. And um, when he's like, oh, like these guys are making like a Transformers game. And he was he was all over those when they had come out. 
Oh, you're thinking, I just realized, so there's two that are War for Cybertron, and then there's one called Transformers Devastation, and that's the one that looks like G1 uh, Transformers, that's more cartoony. No, that's not the one, because um, I have a uh, torrent pack, because they're not available digitally anymore, I have a torrent pack that I I downloaded that has three of them in it. I'm gonna, fuck it, I will look it up. Alright. Yeah, I remember all. I remember the ones on PS3 that I played were the same thing like this show where they took it super serious, and it was like just an awesome like uh, Gears of War esque like Transformers game where you could like. Is it Devastation? Anything. Devastation was the most recent one I played. That was like 2015 or 14. Was that Dace? Uh, Transformers War for Cybertron games. The old trusty tfwiki.net. Yeah, <laughs> I think we might have lost our chat bot, but whatever. I'll use audio from the video version. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, I think there's War for Cybertron and Fall Fall Cybertron. I think Fall of, and then I think the company went under, and I think something happened, and that's why they're not available digitally anymore. Which sucks. They, I wish they could easily just remaster. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Y- yeah, it was a very actiony game, yeah. right? And it was really cool, and it was like all take place. It all took place on Cybertron, so like the the graphics of like the whole Metal City was like amazing. I used okay. to watch Inside Gaming play it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So there was Transformers War for Cybertron uh, in 2010, and then in 2012 there was Transformers Fall of Cybertron, and then in yeah. 2014 there was Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark, which combined the con like the storyline from those games with the storyline uh, from the that. movies. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. Cool. It is what is known as the Aligned Continuity Family. Ooh. Interesting. Which also included uh, three novels called Transformers Exodus, Transformers oh, no. Exiles, Transformers now they're, getting, now they're just getting greedy. Nobody's going to buy the novels. Now you're expecting us to read. Get yeah, out of here. No, no thanks. I'm good. I, 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 can't, I can't imagine myself actually reading a fucking Transformers book. I think I made the mistake once upon a year to be like, I like Resident Evil. I'm going to read a novel. Oh. <laughs> you know what I figured out a long time ago about Resident Evil? Because Resident Evil is like in my top five like favorite game franchises of all time. I like playing Resident Evil. I don't like anything else about Resident Evil. Don't I don't like the movies. Don't like I don't like the movies. Uh, like the the live action movies are fucking atrocious. The the animated movies that are supposedly like in continuity are boring as all shit. Yeah, I that, that new he's... Netflix show that just came on was oh, yeah, like I heard that's terrible. There's a, it, there's a yeah, Netflix show. Yeah, yeah it's called it's like a CG series. Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. I don't know. I watched the first episode and was like, eh. It's funny. Maybe maybe I, I love the uh Uncharted games. And somebody got me a novel based on Uncharted for Christmas one year, and I tried reading it and I just wasn't into it. I'm like, I kind of hate this book. <laughs> It was like so weird. I'm like, why do I love everything about the games? And like, I don't want, they're making an Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. And yeah. I'm like, I, I don't want this to happen. I don't want the movie. I don't want a book. I don't want anything else. Just give me the games. Stop with it. Stop. 
Shit, that's the second time Mark Wahlberg, Marky yes, Mark himself, uh, has come up on this podcast. Mark Wahlberg is ruining my life. Get out of my life, Marky Mark. So there's a, um, like a For Funsies, like, fan trailer um, of, <laughs> uh-oh, of, um, of what a live-action Uncharted game might look like. But Nathan Fillion? I've seen that. It's is- awesome. But isn't that fucking good? Yeah. And I'm like, and like when he jumps out the window and he's like, oh, I'm getting like too old for, for and this. And it's like a one tra- it's like a one track shot too, because he gets up and cocks his gun and it just kind of follows him as he's walking. And it, it's kind of like when the cinematics of those games like pull out and like seamlessly become the gameplay. Yeah. The camera does that too. And it's like over the shoulder, like following Nathan Fillion. Um, Christopher, if you haven't seen that. It's like the only good live action Uncharted thing that I can. And it's only like 10, 15 minutes, something like that. It, it's short. Yeah. yeah, it's really short. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I do kind of like that um, Sony is kind of decided to go the Marvel route now with their properties. Like they're like, oh, uh, we, we don't really want uh, like other film studios to like fuck up our game properties so by adapting them to ourselves. movies. So we're just going to do it ourselves. So we're just gonna fuck it up ourselves. Yeah, yeah. People I mean, used to be like, up, but... "Man, fuck Sony, holding on to their like properties," and get all like angry. And in the background, I've always like silently been like, "No, no, keep them. You can do it." <laughs> because yeah, because I liked I, their their movies from like the the two thousands, right? Well, their most recent one, I saw. Uh, I didn't really love it or like it that much, but Venom. Uh, Sony put that out, and they made like fun. so. It made so much money, though. Like they made that money. They didn't give it to Marvel, and Marvel didn't take any of that money. Like Sony had a huge hit with Venom. Uh, I looked at the box office, and I was shockingly surprised. Yeah, it it wasn't a great movie, but it was fun enough. Oh, I, I won't see it. But China liked it, so who am I to judge? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It wasn't made for you. It was made for China. It wasn't made for me. Yeah, I haven't even when been that, to When China. the trailers came out, I was like, oh, Christopher's going to see this in theaters. <laughs> I did. I, I, did like the Venom, I, I like the Venom parts. I like every time he's on and he's fighting and he's throwing guys around. I thought that's cool and like his look. But everything in between that, I didn't like. <laughs> so that's basically the whole movie. <laughs> it's like... 80% of it was bad, but the parts where he was fighting things as Venom was good. Yeah, basically. And since it made money, they just show more parts of him fighting in the sequel, and I'll be fine with it. Just, Overall, just it gets 5 out of 5 alien symbiotes from me. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 5 out of 5 uh, symbiotes. Yeah. If they can make the movie like... Um, what was that video game series where the dude transforms and he plays like Alex Mercer and uh, he he can like disguise himself and turn his like body into blades and cl- run up walls? Oh, uh, uh, prototype. Prototype. Yeah. If you can make a movie the way that game feels, mm-hmm. that would feel like a Venom movie. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, interestingly enough, prototype, but... prototype was uh, the the follow up project from a studio. I can't remember what their name was, but they the game that they had made before that was the Incredible Hulk: Ultimate Destruction. Oh, that I remember. I yeah. love that. 
Yeah, it was a great game. It even used the same engine. And like when you when you play prototype, like it feels very similar to Incredible the Hulk, way he Ultimate runs the balls and gains momentum as you run. And yeah, yeah. So bringing it back full circle, back to the the, the Marvel connection. Yeah. All right. Six, what? Six degrees of Marvelation. <laughs> yeah. What uh? What's next on the? Uh, what are we? What's our talking points on the 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 Beast Wars? Uh, well, uh, so, uh, sorry, I'll let you go. Oh, I was just going to bring up, uh, I, I read uh, the yesterday, day before, can't remember, someday, uh, that uh, Transformers the movie, speaking of Transformers the movie from 1986, getting re-released to theaters in September, on September pretty, 28th. Pretty awesome, actually. And they're, uh, they're uh, remastering it into 4K? Yeah, I've already got that uh, 4K Steelbook uh, Blu-ray. Uh, a new generation gets to watch Optimus Prime die all over again. When I... <laughs> um, a new generation of six-year-olds can be crushed. As yeah, I was. When Christopher shared that, I was like, oh, Christopher is definitely getting the, the Blu-ray Steelbox <laughs> set for that. Yep. And I was like, oh, am I too? I, I don't know yet. <laughs> well, why doesn't it come in like... Uh, like as the I forget is the Matrix of Leadership in the in the movie. Yep. Why isn't it come in like a super edition like Matrix of Leadership special edition case? And you have to, and it yeah, comes yeah. on a chain, so you can you can wear yes. it around your neck like a boss. You would buy <laughs> that, right? Would you guys buy that? Just like I, this uh, dashing fellow right here. <laughs> oh my god! Galvatron with his bling, with his thing on him. Yeah. See. Uh, I feel like if that 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 sounds like something that would have come out in like a box set in like 2012, then nobody would then nobody bought. <laughs> nobody would buy that. Nobody or even or even earlier, like 2009, maybe. Because uh, me and Cal both used to work at Blockbuster Video around mm. that time, and we always saw these like wacko editions of blu-rays that would come out in these like and and video games too that would come like the the yeah. fucking halo 3 helmet and shit like that special edition like cases are insane and they would yeah. sit there in in the back like uh behind the counters but like higher up behind us so yeah. that people could see it and maybe they'd buy it and month after month would go by before it would be 10 percent off 20 percent off a fucking year would go by. This motherfucker would be fifty percent off. No one's buying that fucking goofy sh shit. Wait, man. so so you guys worked in Blockbuster, so maybe this came out around that time. Do you remember a Planet of the Apes head? So no. for one, so one Christmas, my brother got me a Planet of the Apes like collector's edition, like full package, but it's uh, Cor uh, Cornelius's head. So just one of the Planet of the Apes head, and the hair on him is like real hair. And like under his neck, it like goes up to like here, and under his neck is like a little holding case where all the DVDs are. Um, huh. So for a while, so for a while, I just brought the head everywhere. And I remember one time I tricked my ex, and I like put the head under a blanket on our bed, and I kind of <laughs> like, and I said something like, "Hey, I'm in the bed right now." Like I tried to wait all day for her to come home just to get tricked, but it's like creepy because the eyes like looked real, the hair was actually real. <laughs> Just imagining you, you just like sitting it. there waiting for like hours uh, and being like, she'll be here any minute. I can't wait for her to start <laughs> touching it, thinking it's me. 
it was super <laughs> creepy. I didn't know. If, I didn't know when it came out. Shots out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could could it be war? Like, was it big enough to actually wear as a helmet? It, no, it was, wasn't like something I could put over my head. It was like the no. size of my head, but it was like uh, the head part was just solid. That's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the the Master Chief um, helmet was like the the size of a child's head, <laughs> right? Like it, so it was about put it on. N- no, but it. I guess if you really like Halo, but it was too expensive. That was another thing that sat in the back for like ever. Even Halo fans are like, I, I, I like that. Halo, but like just the helmet, uh, <laughs> and you can't wear it. Nah. I remember it finally sold because it got marked down to twenty bucks. The, Eventually, I yeah. And, th- and this was in twenty ten. So, like, keep in mind, Halo Three came out in two thousand seven. So, it- after three years of slowly like knocking the price down, Blockbuster was finally like. Fuck it, twenty bucks, and then some like neckbeard bought it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, to bring it back to uh, the Transformers movie, there's a uh, that book that I have. I was trying to find it while I was talking, but there's a part that just talks about the Transformers movie. But in the book, there's like pullouts, like a replica of like a ticket to the premiere and stuff like that. And the only thing I was able to pull out right now was this poster from the wow. movie. Wow, yeah. oh. jelly. I've seen that artwork before. I didn't know what it was from. And there's like another. I'm trying to find the. Uh, yeah, there's like. I a know ticket. Rodimus Prime when I see him. Good old Judd Nelson. Who the fuck remembers uh, him voicing that? But yeah, it was really funny because like once I got this book, like there's so many pop ups and like things you can pull out, like pamphlets. I'm like, oh, this. I feel like a child with this thing, like touching all the things inside of it. I read on. Uh on the, the Transformers wiki that a few years ago, there was a uh, Power of the Primes cartoon that was on YouTube. And uh, Rodimus Prime was actually, like Judd Nelson actually came back to voice Rodimus oh, shit. Prime in that. That's pretty awesome. Optimus Primal was also in that show too, voiced by Ron Perlman, who- Oh, so that's the thing that he voiced him in. Cause I know I read that he voiced Optimus Primal somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so he he was Optimus Primal in that cartoon, and Judd Nelson came back to uh to to voice Rodimus Prime. Fucking crime that they didn't get our boy Gary back. Gary Prime, Optimus Chalk. Well, we're we're trying <laughs> to bring we're trying to bring Gary Primal um back to voice. Um, I heard I heard about your I listened to your last movie. Yeah, if we can get your signature on that, that'll gain some steam. <laughs> yeah, I heard all about I'm that. Just like, hey, WT found the comments side of this. What's wrong so with it's going to go viral now. Yeah, got to got to plug there. We we got to we got to right a wrong that was that was done in uh, 1998 in the Japanese Beast Wars uh, movie. Optimus Primal, not voiced by Gary Chalk. It's a travesty. We got to fix that. What was that. the guy's name? Uh, like something, uh, Leo. Like I would listen to your last one about what? that about that movie. Lyo Convoy, Convoy yeah. man. Lyo Convoy, that's right. And then Alto's Primal showed up. Junior or Lyo Junior. And there's like a kid. It's all about like not listening to the kid because the kid. I was too generous with that. I should have gave that fucking not enough. That was. I I gave it a too much energy on just because I. Just because I I thought it was hilariously stupid. Is that available to watch anywhere? Uh, yeah, it's on yeah. YouTube. 
Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check in that out. Then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that it there's like a fan sub sub of it on uh YouTube. That's how we watched it. it I is always so find Japanese. it funny. I always find it funny when you guys are talking and do like one of you guys talk about a part and you say, you know what, I'm just gonna make this the uh, the episode cover art. And so I'm looking at the cover art and I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Like you guys do that every episode. I always think that's funny. I'm like, now I know the origin. Uh, yeah, we we yeah. Do, I do that on the uh, the uh, our reboot podcast, Alpha New. Do you see my well. uh, Discord um, little symbol? I did see it. Yeah, like if you right click and look at my profile, um, that's a picture of Lyle Convoy, like putting on sunglasses. <laughs> did he do that in the show or in the movie? Not in this one. <laughs> not, not in that one, but in some in some fucking somewhere he did it. In Some, somewhere uh, he puts on deal with it shades. That's fucking awesome. So. I love it. <laughs> oh, that uh that that movie was a was a trip. The the these past uh few weeks of too much energon have been especially fun because we've just been kind of winging it. Well you did the yeah. movie, you did the comics, which from it sound like the comics weren't that great until like the last issue. Yeah, I just read uh, issue six uh, today because we we plan on uh, listeners. We we're launching a Patreon exclusive uh, spinoff to Too Much Energon called Too Much Galavar, where we what, once a month. Who or what is Galavar? You'll find out. You'll find if out if you listen to our comics <laughs> episode. Um, you will find out. That's a Patreon exclusive at the ten dollar and up tier. Uh, yeah, once a month we're gonna do a, like, short little, like, 15 to 25 minute episode, uh, of Too Much Energon dedicated to the, to the comic. Come and, and tell us how stupid we are along with the writer of the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we caught the ire of the, uh, to be fair, I, I, I tweeted at, I tweeted it out and at at tagged him and IDW comics, but he actually responded and uh, didn't seem That's too happy. <laughs> what did he write? What did he well, say back in particular? I, I forgot. It was very short, but he said, and, and I understand this, Christopher and I always know there are producers in the background that, that make the writers do certain things because first and foremost, you have to write these to sell toys. Yeah. Make make yeah. no mistake, right? That's so, why I make my podcast. My podcast that. is to sell toys. I <laughs> I understand. That's why we do the podcast. Yeah, we're giving five dollars a month toys. to sell the toys. Yeah, we're gonna ask for more once our contract is. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that's why we and, give literally every episode of everything ever too much energon or an alphanumeric rating because we're being paid off. You know? Yeah, yeah it makes sense we're now. Paid actors. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he was, no, no, he, he was fine. He was like, um, I had to make it so that it goes in a certain direction. And, and I understand he's not allowed to talk about it either. It's hush yeah. hush, there's non-disclosure agreements. Um, and he is like, I'm sorry uh, that you were perplexed by it. <laughs> and it, it, you can take it as him being salty. Like, oh, I'm sorry that you that you were so perplexed. Hey, you, you in particular were perplexed. Your feet me, were because I like to say <laughs> say yeah. that, right? <laughs> and usually, when I'm like, and then some perplexing shit happens. 
It's not that I'm perplexed. It, that's my nice way of saying it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Your your word is uh, perplexing. Mine is baffling. If I like, basically yeah. the same thing. If I'm like something fucking baffling happens, I guess but at we, some point I'll buy like the paperback of this. And we deadpan coming out in December. Humor. Oh, we okay. deadpan, we dead, very short, right? He's like, I had a certain direction to go while writing the first uh, five, six. Um, I'm sorry you were perplexed by it. Now, y- we responded completely deadpan, and we were like, thanks for, thank you for the apology. <laughs> and Christopher was like, that, yeah, that's he all probably, we wanted. Yeah, I too accept that. your apology. <laughs> that would have been better if you just wrote, I accept your apologies. That would have been like, he would have fucking killed you. And that's that's how we, we did it. But, but see, that's um, assuming that he actually listened to the follow up episode, which he undoubtedly did not. <laughs> did not. No. Um, but like in in reality, he's probably not. He's probably only minorly salty. Whereas he's not actually apologizing. He's probably somewhere in the middle. That's like, oh well, sorry if it was like perplexing towards you guys. Right? Yeah. Just oh, yeah. whatever. I don't. I don't care enough. I'm going to spend like ten seconds. Like responding to you guys or whatever, right? Um, and also, man, it being a writer's hard. Like, I, I actually like his his writing. Like, I went looked looked up his stuff, and I actually do like the comics. Yeah, it's like it's fine, and it's like it doesn't launching that. It's hard. Yeah. Well, and I even said like the the writing, like the writing in the book is serviceable. Like, it doesn't like blow my skirt up or anything, but it's not like. It's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. That actually, um, speaking of the comic, uh, that actually, to circle back to War for Cybertron Kingdom, Dinobot's relationship with Air Razor in Kingdom. That was interesting. Very, very reminiscent of Dinobot and Nyx in the comic. Do you right. think they did that on purpose? I don't Probably know. Probably not. I Okay. But it it's just like the relationship's very similar and the like specific set of circumstances involved like involving the two of them, very similar. I actually appreciated the their convos. I liked when they had those moments. Yeah. Air Razor is fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> flying around, flying yeah, around like Iron Man. Yeah. The, the, how she's just so friends with everyone. I, Man, I already liked Bird Mom probably more than a lot of other people that watched Beast Wars. But when I was watching Kingdom, I was like, wow, like, Ares is fucking great on this. They're okay. giving her more screen time than I thought they would give her, too. Because I knew she was on the show, but I'm like, well, there's so many characters. You don't want to give them, like, so little yeah. time. And, and you know what, man? Give the female uh, Transformers more airtime because there's not that many. And, but can you not always, can you get away from just making them damsels, <laughs> please? Yeah. Uh, we, when we, it's, I like how like, Black Arachnia Blight changes that mold because she's never really a damsel. Yeah. On the show, on in Beast Wars, right? Well, especially in this show. Yeah. And, and so I was glad that. It was a. It wasn't just a damsel situation. I I won't talk about the storyline, but I I was glad that it it was more than meets the eye. <laughs> well done. 
I like the fact I... that I like the fact that uh, Air Razor like refers to like Optimus as truck guy and like Soundwave. she did call him, like she, she called him like Red Gun. She was like asking, she's like, is anyone there? She said someone's name and then she said Red Guy. Oh, Red Guy, right? <laughs> yeah, and I then was she, like, who's Red she, Guy? She I'm like, oh yeah. She referred to Soundwave as like uh, uh, cassette guy, cassette guy, and like the tapes. When she said that, I'm like, tapes. how do you know? I was like, how do you know what tapes are? Like, when she said that, yeah, I'm like, wait, because like 20 new Transformers showed up, bruh. Uh, it, it's their names are different, right? Like, okay, the cheetah guy's name is Cheetor, right? The rhino guy's name is Rhinox, got it, right? Yeah. But then all these guys show up, and it's just like, um, the, the one that changes into a gun, me Megatron, lame Mega, uh, cool Megatron, yeah, yeah, cool Megatron, cool Megatron. Oh, Cool. Uh, the, guy, so, the guy that has dated technology in his chest, uh, cassette man. Uh, cassette man. Yeah. Use a use a pencil to rewind him, man. I don't know what his name is. And that he's got like a crank, of, like on a, like yeah. a pencil sharpener, like crank yeah. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> that reminded me of how Christopher and I started referring to, jokingly referring to the characters on Beast Wars on on Too Much Energon, like yeah. Tarantula Man and Gorilla, Gorilla Man. man. Rhino yeah, bot. It makes sense. Might, might as well. They're better names. Fucking Rhino bot. Just imagine, <laughs> just imagine Beast Wars. Just like someone just called Optimus Gorilla Man, and he re responded by calling them Raptor Man. You know, Gorillox. <laughs> Gorillox. Just combine them all. Cheetar. <laughs> Cheetara. Uh, Cheetara. Oh wait, that's a real thing. <laughs> Rat Primal. That doesn't make sense. Rat Trap is, is on 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 point. <laughs> yeah, he's actually surprisingly when he first started talking, I wasn't really feeling it. And then the, as the episodes went by, he had that like accent. Uh, he just had like a little deeper voice, but he had that thing going on where he like kind of talked in somewhat slang or like more loosely. And I'm like, oh, I'm okay with him now. Yeah, he was a Jersey for me all the way through. He was he was at okay. Um, he was really quiet for some reason. It was like, like I was like, "Can you guys up that that the volume the, the thing for his?" For yeah, his that's voice? what I was thinking. Yeah, I've seen people online complain about the 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 voice mixing on the show, and I I don't know. Maybe it's like the way like my sound like my system is set up, but like I don't have any problems. When I re-listen to it, I'm gonna put headphones on or something just to kind of and yeah maybe this is only a problem for uh for peasants with uh low quality electronics Fair <laughs> enough. no i don't know i'm just probably just don't even notice like well now when you watch now when you watch the next two you're gonna it's gonna be in your head now yeah you're like oh my god. god why are they so low why are they whispering god damn it when we yeah. get there in the show event in the podcast, eventually, like way down the line, uh, every episode will get a uh, not enough energy on, and, and it will be your fault. Yeah, just for pointing that out to me. Don't blame, don't blame us. Yeah, blame the mixer. <laughs> uh, uh, what was G one Megatron's like? G one Megatron's name isn't just Megatron, is it? I thought it was. Megatron T Tiberius Kirk. 
Cyber Tiberion. That right. Megatron Cybertron. Yeah. Tiberion. So hi hi I, all I wanted watching it was for Hyperion and Orion to to hug. Um but shit gets bananas and kind of crazy. <laughs> in a in a good in a good way. Man, it gets crazy. Go watch it, listeners. So so there's a part that I wanted I not I wanted someone to not say something. So there's a part where they show a flashback of Dinobot, Black Arachnia, and Megatron at some point. But they're all like in the shadow, like they're just showing something that happened in their timeline. Right. And yeah. they're showing them in the shadow and they're showing them as robots and something's happening. And I'm like, oh, I'm finally going to get my wish where they don't like call them their current robot names because that would make no sense. And Megatron yep. says something to Dinobot. And he says, don't you agree, Dinobot? I'm like, you fucked it up. Why would you have to call him Dinobot? He's not a dinosaur yet. Don't, don't you agree, Dinobot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it in that voice. <laughs> Dinobot. Yes. And, and then right afterwards, he said something about Black Arachne. I'm like, she's not a spider yet. What are you doing? The show is uh -huh. so good. Christopher, yeah. we have said 10 times over that it's hilarious to think, and indeed <laughs> it is true, that their names were actually, and we've confirmed this, that their names are actually, their actual names already. So wasn't it a good thing that Rat Trap um, turned into a rat and not a gorilla? His choice was a rat, that Cheetor was a cheetah. Yeah. Megatron could have been anything badass. That's true. He's not. He's not dinosaur Tron. You know, and like, wouldn't and it yet, have been awkward if Scorponok was a tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, uh, somewhat ironically, in the the twenty twenty one Beast Wars comic, uh, Megatron is the only one who has a different name on Cybertron. I remember well, you saying as, that. Yeah, Galavar. As we know, he takes on the namesake of. Of Megatron, so he had yeah. to have had a name before. Mysterious, what it could be. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Turns out it's just Galavar. It's Galavar. <laughs> Great. Now that people are paying for the Patreon episodes, know the twist. No, <laughs> we've, we've said that on the, on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoiling something that is literally on the first page of the first issue. Oh, that's that's true. Oh, um, Dan, before you. Check out the the issues of Beast Wars. Just nicely open it. Look at whatever art style is in the middle of it. If it doesn't make you go, oh, cool, don't get it. Uh, Why? For don't you like you didn't like it? The art style. No, I liked the art style. I hated uh, it. That's right. I knew one of you hated it. Christopher Siege <laughs> and our guest. <laughs> Um, Candace Santora from the Stasis Lock podcast and very great artist. They disliked it to varying degrees. Oh, wow. Uh, she, I, I think she was trying to be more diplomatic about it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a shot in uh, issue six of, uh, of the, the Beast Wars comic, the one that just came out like literally yesterday, where Megatron is in beast mode. And, like, he has this, like, fucking, like, derpy, like, underbite. <laughs> His, like, jaw is just sticking out so far. Uh, Sounds it's, terrible. Yeah, it's... I only have a digital version of it. If I had a, um, uh, if I had, like, an actual physical copy of that issue, I would, mm. I would show it to you. But it's, 
it uh it's hilarious looking. Wait, there's a um is it better than this or is it worse than that yeah it is significantly worse than that really yeah that's <laughs> on the back of the um it's all the megatrons there's only one good Megatron on that picture you just showed, and it's G1 Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, you don't like the Hugo Weaving Megatron? Why don't people like the Netflix series, The War for Cybertron? They look like G1? Yes. What do people want? Me. What do they people look, want? They, they are so toy Like They are the most toy-accurate Transformers ever because like rooster teeth who animates the show literally like did like digital scans of the the figures like, oh, right down to the form right down to the fact that like insert like certain uh characters will even have like peg holes and shit like that and the little screw holes like they look like little machines yeah um and now you just said what slower animations they actually transform like the toys are supposed to yeah yeah Christopher's the one that pointed that out to me. Yep. You were just not asking, all, what do these not people all want? Of the animations, but in, in some of them. These people want something to complain about. I mean, Transformers is like a hot topic now to complain about something. So As we get older, I'm trying my best not to be back in my day. And yeah. I think we're succeeding, yeah. but we're just pissing off our own generation. Because <laughs> they want to live in the back in my day. Mainframe Entertainment animated my Beast Wars, and I liked it like that. Well, I'm sorry, but Rooster Teeth fucking kills it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, yeah. It looks better, man. Fight me. I don't think I've ever seen the, the Rooster Teeth me. one. But... <laughs> Wait, is Rooster Teeth in charge of the Netflix show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the I, thought you were I thought you were talking about something else. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're killing it. Okay. Um, man, they those guys have come with right. Ruby. They... <laughs> no, I was gonna say they've come a long way since Red versus Blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they were, yeah. Wow. Uh, Even Ruby's my, yeah, it's it's pronounced Ruby. Um, yeah, that that's pretty fucking rough. And you're like, man, they did not give up, and they're they are at the height of peak animation. I was gonna say they're at their peak. Now. They're at their peak now. Much like this podcast. We uh We're we did not give up how good the show will ever be. <laughs> and we are we we didn't give up. We started out rough, but we are now uh I think I think we're doing we're doing pretty good with this shit at this point. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. Yes, Lord Megatron. Uh, Change your name. What? You heard me. Does have energy. That's basically what it. I, like that, I like that. I like that part. It's Lord Megatron. Oh, I just went Mr. Christopher from Rainbow for, <laughs> for a second. Oh. Yes, Lord Megatron. Galavar. Now I yes. want to look up the guy who, vo who voiced him now. Oh, I'm just going to call you Guy. <laughs> I call you a, a nobody. You made nothing to me. I, I do like that in uh, Kingdom, the Kingdom cartoon, that uh, G1 Megatron is, like, genuinely pissed off that this, like, sniveling, like, bootlicker has taken his yeah. name. And, like, even Tim I, fucking tells him to change it. Yeah, he hates him. He fucking hates him. And I love it. 
<laughs> but he knows he's he 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 knows that he's devoted his life to his own work. So he he keeps him around. Yeah. He ain't no sound wave, but he turns into a big T-Rex. So uh bonus points. I've said this ten times before. What the fuck <laughs> would Megatron do without Soundwave? <laughs> Holy shit. I, I mean I love Soundwave. He this. does he he is like a big support, like he He's like a bouncer. He's like if you made Scorponok competent. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. He <laughs> actually does his job. He actually does a job of a bad guy. Yeah. How does Scorponok sound? Because I haven't heard him talk yet. Soundwave yeah. is good in well, you've heard him heard um talk in like um Siege, right? Yeah, no, he, yeah. No, no, uh, Scorponok. How does Scorponok oh, sound? Scorponok. Because I have, I haven't heard his voice yet. No, I don't think he talks in uh he, he barely talks. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I did I didn't get my Scorponok itch. I really wanted him to say Megatron will reward us. No, but no, we got uh, we got that, Beast Wars uh, Megatron saying Megatron. That would be awesome if they got of all the voice actors from Beast Wars, they got the guy that did Scor Scorpinox to come back. <laughs> like, listen, we have a full I, we have a we have a full page monologue for you to read. Get Christopher to come back and voice to come back. Get Christopher <laughs> Siege to voice Megatron Junior. Yeah, let's call him that. Yeah, he's and get that. me to. I don't know. I'll do Rat Trap and or Scorponok. Scorponok is like one fucking line. And I'll do Air Razor. <laughs> no, hey, how dare you? How dare Leave you take a below. take a role away from a uh, a woman? Uh, yeah, my bad. So uh, we were saying this earlier that uh, Christopher Siege, you are named after the first season. Cal, yep. you can be Cal Earthrise. And I can be Dan Kingdom, and it just perfectly matched up. There you go. These all also all sound like porn names, so <laughs> I'm okay with it too. Especially, especially yours, Dan Kingdom. Dan Kingdom, Dan holy shit, that sounds so good. Dan <laughs> Kingdom is very yeah. <laughs> Christopher Siege. Well, Chris Siege. Uh, the double S's. Christopher Siege sounds like it could be the name of a pro wrestler. I think. Yes. Yeah, that's actually, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Cal yeah. Earthrise sounds like the name of, like, an anime character. Cal Earthrise sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like just a bad anime character. So, taking this from Transformers, we all have different professions with our Transformers names. Porn star, anime, action hero, and wrestler. Right. How can we bring all of those together? How can we make a podcast about all these three fake characters? <laughs> well, I would be on one of the Japanese Beast Wars movies. That's true. Hopefully, I'll just fucking die like Ultra Magnus <laughs> does and everything. No, you'll, like, you'll, you'll be, be the voice of be, reason be, and I'll die stuck, early on. You'll be stuck babysitting Lyo Jr. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what else does Ultra Magnus die in? <laughs> uh, Transformers the movie, and he dies in Siege or Siege, yeah. Yeah, he dies in Siege. I, I didn't know what else. 
Like, or no, I know he died well, in the movie. He gets blown up, but then they put him back together. Oh, okay. As long as the spark... He dies in the Waspinator sense. Yeah. As long as there's a MacGuffin in your chest, you should be free to live another day. Unless you're shot in the torso by purple energy, then you just turn into dust in like 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 That's how that works. I don't I don't write the rules. <laughs> I don't oh, write I it all. Really... No. <laughs> I uh <laughs> sort of unrelated, but um Christopher Siege was like, uh, you should watch the toys that made us. Oh, in the Netflix show, yeah. yeah. The Netflix show, and I did for Transformers. Um, the narrator, I want to strangle him. The constant quick editing. And the sound effects, terrible. But, but the interviewing parts and the actual, like, it, it's like a 20-minute, like, mini-doc stretched into 45 minutes. It yeah. is genuinely great. The information they provide is great, but woo! Wow! It is made for a YouTube audience. Oh, that wow. is like a college yeah. project. Holy shit, the editing is crazy. I have to go but back and watch that now. I don't remember seeing the, that. The, um... When you get past the insufferable <laughs> editing and the narrator, when they do interviews and they capture the the emotional moments of the people they bring on the show and the mm -hmm. the, the hard facts, the timelines and stuff, I fucking like it. And um, the the Transformers was was pretty freaking great. Yeah, it's quite informative. I just wish that they didn't uh, they they really gloss over the Beast Wars era. It's sacrilege. It's like less than sixty seconds. They they spend like ten minutes going from nineteen eighty five to uh, to ninety, and then they spend like sixty seconds going from like ninety two to two thousand seven. You're making me not oh. want to watch it now. <laughs> it is actually quite informative if you're interested at all. Like the beginning is quite interesting because it talks about like the the toy lines Genesis as being like two like completely separate like unrelated toy lines in Japan. Yeah, that has I think that's what, just... that's what it says in the book. That's yeah, yeah, the book. yeah, yeah. It's like Diaclone and Wars... something else. Oh, so uh, not not really spoilers. Um, the reason that the Maximals all look like animals. Uh, sorry, the, the Autobots all look like vehicles, but the Decepticons all just look like stuff is because those two are from different timelines. Completely different. Two completely separate toy lines. Like, one is, uh, I think the Autobots were Diaclone, and yeah. the, uh, the Decepticons were all, like, from something else. That's so Which which is why all of the diaclones were all about vehicles, and uh, the I can't remember what what toy line what it was. We're just different yeah, stuff. Like Soundwave mm -hmm. was a cassette player, and, and well, I just combined them into a gun, and his name is Gunbot. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody had a cassette player on their desk, and they're like, "Wait a minute, that's a transformer." There's one guy to thank for naming all of the two American toy line of the Autobots and Decepticons. And, what a hero. Like, and coming up with the, the backstory like of like the war on Cybertron and stuff. It was a dude who worked at Marvel Comics as like a low-level editor. And they gave, awesome. it, they gave it to him because no one else wanted it. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, because apparently working with like toys was like your career's over. 
kind of thing. Like working little, out kid toys, like writing. Little for that did they stuff know. Like, huh? Little did they know. Oh, little did they know. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad that it went down the ladder to that guy. I can't remember his name right now, but like, wow, great, great names, man. We we have that single guy to thank for the story, their profiles, their personalities, and yeah. the name. <laughs> yeah. So I'm it's blank- worth watching. It's like 40 I'm, minutes. I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, he... He he's very well known in the comics. He like he's considered like a legend in comics now. Oh, but at the time, yeah. at the time, he was just a nobody working at Marvel. That's awesome. The show does gloss over the fact that Beast Wars literally saved, like very literally saved all of Transformers. Yeah, yeah. it was dead in Actually, the 90s. Yeah, it was like, hey, people were done with them changing into, like, vehicles and spaceships. And, oh, and they got worse and worse. Christopher showed me, like, there were ones that disguised as humans, but they were just shells that came apart. Pretenders, uh, Because they lost lost the contract with um, the Japanese toy makers, and they were just shit. They were no longer complicated. A shell just came apart. Yeah, nobody gives Beast Wars credit for that. And then with Beast Wars, they they got the the Japanese toy makers back in line, and kids loved that they were animals, and the cartoon well, was like great. Hasbro created the the concept of them turn and the characters of them like being uh, of them turning into animals, and so yep. they for the first time ever actually went to Takara, the the Japanese toy Takara. company. And worked together with them to develop a toy line. So Beast Wars was the first time that Hasbro and Takara actually developed a toy line together instead of before Hasbro just took their toys and repurposed them. And 25 years later, there's a podcast dedicated to that saving grace of Transformers. And it was named Stasis. Uh, it was named too uh, much yeah. energy. Uh, uh, Axelon Archives. Uh, uh, yeah, he was telling me about the other one that I had no idea existed. I when I looked up, when I originally looked up Beast Wars on podcasts, yours was the only one I saw. I had no clue there were two others. That yeah, oh. that reminds me actually. Um, so like. <clears throat> Like yeah, you're a podcaster yourself. You've been like you're a podcaster yourself, and you've been doing this longer than we have, in fact. Um, but but you're coming onto this show as a listener as well. So, mm-hmm. I like how did you discover this show? Like I'm, I'm curious, uh, genuinely I think, curious. Uh, so I look on Tubi a lot, like randomly. I go on Tubi. I'm like, yeah, they're free yeah. movies. I'm gonna see what's going on. So I saw Beast Wars show up on there. I'm like. Oh shit! Like I haven't seen Beast Wars, and like I, I think I did a full rewatch maybe four or five years ago. I think that was the first time I fully rewatched most of season two and season three. I re- everything I remembered was from season one. I think general consensus of people our age, like all the moments you think of were season one. Uh, so I was like, season oh, one shit. of Beast Wars is best Beast Wars. Yeah. So I rewatched the whole series four or five years ago. I loved it, and then I had didn't really remember much, so I put it on Tubi and I watched maybe like three or four of them, I had like a random thought. I'm like, there's a fucking podcast about everything. I'm just going to go on Spotify and look up Beast Wars, Transformers, and then click on the podcast tab and see anything. And then it came up too much Energon. And I'm like, okay. Like, there's literally, and I remember texting my brother and being like, yo, I literally searched for Beast Wars podcast and there's actually one that exists. Like, I was so like, (laughs) it actually blew me away. Oh, and, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, so I listened from episode one. 
I know there's a good chunk that I haven't listened to because I was watching and then I was li- like, I would watch an episode and then listen to you guys. So it was probably, and you guys did them in a certain order because I don't know if they're the same order as they were in Tubi. No, we did them in uh, uh, season. We did them in uh, production order, which is a big, like they, the production order, the U.S. broadcast order, and the Canadian broadcast order are all three very different things. Yeah. So uh, episode for season episode, one. Yeah. So episode seven for you would be like episode ten on Tubi or something. Yeah. You know, for example. So it kind of throw me off. So I would. I think it's not like, off too too much, but we do mention as we we're only nitpicky about like the production order as we're getting into it so much mm-hmm. because like. On TV, all of a sudden, there's an ant one. Yeah, there's a new do- there's a new robot, like, and you don't know who they are. Exactly. Yeah. Are. Whereas Fucking the production Inferno. order is, yeah. is chronologically as written, and yeah. Oh, that makes sense. This is where Inferno's from, and he's not just in a past episode by uh-huh. mistake. Yeah. So I so I wanted it. So that was a fun thing to do because I was doing watching and then listening, and then I stopped watching for a bit, and then I would just listen, and then. Uh, you guys would come out with an episode of like maybe one of the episodes that I remember from years ago. And I'd be like, Oh, I remember this one. So I have it in my head. I remember. So I think yeah. I, li- so I listened to your one. I watched it or listened to it first. I forget, but there was always that one fucking terrible episode where Rhinox farts and sneezes and, and poops and farts on Megatron at the end. And when I watched it, when I saw that episode for the first time, like four or five years ago, I was like, this might be one of the worst episodes of television I've ever seen in my entire life. And then I was so excited for you guys to get to it. So I think I watched it again and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. This is like crazy that it's like super goofy and sneezing and farting and stuff. And then you guys talked about it. Many Um, episodes before as it's coming up, Christopher, like, I was dreading it. I was dreading it. Here it comes. Yeah. It's the weirdest episode. Talk about it. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I listened to that episode too. And we, I, think... I I was pleasantly surprised because I, like I, like Cal was saying, I I was dreading it for just so fucking long. I was pleasantly surprised that watching it now as an adult, uh, looking at it as literally just an episode of Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. It is fucking hilarious and like. We're we're gonna do a top ten episodes uh, of Beast Wars uh, uh, for our like twenty fifth anniversary mm-hmm. special episode that's coming up in a couple months. Um, it's gonna be in my top ten. It, it's it un, quite unexpectedly became like one of my favorite episodes of Beast Wars. I went uh, into it expecting like nothing and was like shocked that there's an underlying like decent plot. But very like, paper paper thin in there, yeah. That it's, I I actually think it's one of the better episodes. We both gave it too much energy on, and like obviously people don't have to listen listen to us, right? Like sometimes Christopher and I are way off base. He'll give something too much energy on, and I'll be like, Ugh. or um, I'll give something too much energy on, and he'll be like, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I was like. We were like, is this is this good? Yeah, could it yeah. possibly be good? Could it be peak Beast Wars? Is such a thing even possible? I mean, yes, we'll find out when, when the movie comes out next year. We'll find out how high peak Beast Wars can go. Uh, I, I 
I, I figured out that I, I lo legit loved that episode when I could not contain my laughter as I was recapping what was going on. All right, fair enough. I guess I'm maybe not forgiving. Like <laughs> I mean, I watched it maybe like whenever you did that, so maybe a couple months ago, but maybe I'll have to rewatch it again with another set of eyes. Um, but I knew I was falling behind, so I kind of just I didn't watch any of season two or three, but heard you guys talk about them in Trans Metal and Inferno showed up and stuff like that. Uh, and then when you guys would do like the commentary for the movie, because uh, when they discovered them at the end of season one, that was the end of season one, right? And they season discovered two. the arc. Season two, they discovered the arc. Uh, so then you guys did the movie. Yeah. So like, uh, you're only like one of two or three podcasts that I actually listen to. So before I started podcasting, I was getting into podcasts and I'm like, oh, there's so many, like, I'm going to listen to everything. And then when you start podcasting, you're, you're it just becomes so overwhelming because there's just a giant pool of likes and things you want to listen to people talk about. Uh, so Transformers Beast Wars was like a random thing that I always loved. And so I went looking for a specific Beast Wars podcast and found it. Uh, another one I listened to is I was telling uh, Christopher that I listened to a podcast that was doing a rewatch of Mortal Kombat Conquest, a live action Mortal Kombat show from the 90s. Right. So they, well, wow, they're like, yeah. so they're like you where they kind of ended the show. So now they're just doing a rewatch of like the Mortal Kombat cartoon from the 90s. And they did. They watch the movies, so they're kind of st uh, stretching out. Uh, and the third one, I listen to a Guns N' Roses podcast that I that I frequently go on. So three podcasts, completely different, and none of them are video game related. So it's just funny that like I've tried to listen to video game podcasts, so I tried to like listen to podcasts of things that I do enjoy. Mm -hmm. But for me, I feel like, especially in the category uh, that I listen to, a lot of video game podcasts are all the same. Because you guys have a distinct thing that you talk about. All video game podcasts, they either just talk about something that just got announced or um, like they talk about an old game and they won't stop praising it. And that's all they do. They just suck its dick. <laughs> like it's just nonstop. And I'm like, that's not how the real world is. These games, some of these games weren't good. So stop saying they were. Um, to the detriment of our own popularity, we are incredibly harsh <laughs> to the thing <laughs> yeah. we love. Exactly. <laughs> so, nothing, like, nothing is above scrutiny. The, the other, yeah. the other Beast Wars podcast uh, could easily just love everything that happens in the show, and yeah. just adore, and just. And I think uh, Christopher was saying that the other one is like an interview series, or or not interview, but like they talk about updates with the cast, and like it's kind of a, a, a more discussion news podcast. Yeah, behind the scenes rather than the, um, the. Uh, yeah, they're they're like uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. this this figure is coming out and uh, like oh uh, this is what Gary Primal is up to. This is the yeah. new role that he's. I don't want to listen to a podcast of something I can look up on Wikipedia. Like you guys make it different because you someone can easily watch the show with you guys, but you guys are voicing your opinion. Like you're recapping it, but you're also throwing like, your own flair in there. A lot of people just. just like go off the rails and start making off up the rails. And yeah, <laughs> or making up your own names, making up your own petitions, making up you know like all that shit. Like a lot of people just stick to their either their own script or Wikipedia, and that's when I realized I can only listen to like two or three podcasts, like in general. So I listen we to three, two or three. At, what's that? We have that meme script guy, and we're like, oh fuck, we're we're becoming too much like script guy. 
Yeah. Or like we're recapping word for word an episode that we like really like. And we all we pretend like there's all this there's always this one fan whenever we're like, oh, we're not sure why this happens. But anyways, and we move on. Man, we don't care enough <laughs> yeah, yeah. to dig in to every single like little detail, right? And so we sound and are filthy casuals about it. Yeah. Because we don't want to just recite the script to be to people listening. Yeah, we we fell into that trap for like uh, a few episodes there, like kind of by accident. And we we both like realized at the same time, like literally after an episode, Cal's like, so do you feel like we're we're like maybe just like cut like going over this like too much in too much detail i'm like yes actually i've been, I've been i i mean i'm that. guilty of that too i definitely did that and i i even i made it a, i made a tweet recently because i made a joke about how you kind of go through three stages of podcasting your first stage is you do all the research you can and the whole episode is just research or you're reading it while you're doing it and you ask your you ask your co-host to do as much research as you uh, the second stage is you do <laughs> and then they don't. <laughs> yeah, the second uh, uh, stage is you do research and you ask some your co-host to do some of it, and then you talk a little bit. And then the third stage is not doing any research, and maybe talking about the specific thing for like five minutes, and the rest is just you and not giving a fuck. And I feel like once I hit stage three, I like for, I'm just gonna pull example because you said you listened to it recently. We did an episode about the Konami code. Or the theme of it was supposed to be about the Konami code. Yeah. The episode, the episode was like 45 minutes long. I'm going to say a good like 20 to 25 minutes was dedicated to a guy me and my co-host haven't seen in 15 years. And we used to be friends with him and we shit talked him because he didn't invite us to his wedding. Yeah. So we just <laughs> talked about him nonstop, like as if it was the biggest thing in the world. And we talked about the Konami code for like the last five, 10 minutes. We're, I, we're familiar. I... I Fucking Hank. Would it Hank? Yeah. When when I was listening to that, because you, uh, I discovered your show because you actually reached out to me and was like, yeah. "Hey, I'm listening to your show and think it's really funny." So I checked out your show too, and that was the first episode that I heard. When you guys recommended like recommended it to me, and that's you the guys, first episode I listened. <laughs> when you guys like back. went on this big like tangent, basically making up your own like fake canon about like what Hank's life has been like, I'm like. I see why he thinks we're funny, and I think they're very funny as well. <laughs> and right then, I was like, I'm going to keep listening to this guy's show, and eventually, I think I might reach out and ask him to be on Too Much Energy. I mean, I mean, he asked me like a month ago, so I was like, a month away is like good. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew to like keep that day open and stuff, but yeah, I mean, that's like literally a perfect example of the kind of po other podcasts I would listen to where like you talk about the thing, but also... Fill it, with a, fill it with as much of yourself as possible. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was guilty of like reading the Wikipedia and stuff like that. And that's why I like your show. And that's why I like the guys that do a Mortal Kombat show. Like, I can't listen to too many shows because I feel like too many shows out there are just reading what's written down somewhere. We, I'm guilty we, of like we, listening to like yours, um, like Dude Soup on and off. I never heard of dude soup. Okay. <laughs> what uh, what are they talking about? Anything? What's that? What uh, I never heard of dude soup before. Uh, it's fun houses. 
podcast and they used to be um inside gaming oh oh you said inside gaming earlier i didn't know what that was okay yeah and inside gaming used to be um uh machinima thing it Oh, I, for- I forgot Machinima even existed. Did they make that Transformers show on uh, YouTube? The, the the Power of the Primes one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Full circle. Look at that. It does not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I started out as a listener. You're one of the few shows I listened to. And I have checked out some of the YouTube videos. Uh, like one or two of them so far. But uh, yeah. I mean, you guys, we're literally at the same number of episodes too, which is kind of funny. Oh really? Yeah, we yeah, took. Yeah. We only do like we used to do like one a month, and then we did. We took four months off for a while, and then got into a month. So we don't do as many episodes as you. So we've been doing it longer, but we just hit the same milestone as you. Sweet. So you're on like a biweekly. Yeah, we try to do sometimes. Like yesterday, we released. Was yesterday Wednesday? Yeah, yesterday we released an episode because yesterday was our two year anniversary. And it was the 50th episode. So we were like, we're just going to release it on that day. So we, we usually release it on like a Friday or a Monday. But now we're like, uh, let's do it like bi-weekly. Let's do it like, uh, I don't know, 17 days. Let's do whatever. Like I kind of just put it out when I want, when I feel like it's like yeah. finished. I'm okay with that. Uh, some people are like, where's my show? And you you have to keep, to, to keep your audience, you have to keep a certain release like schedule. Yeah. Um, but when you have no audience like us, <laughs> the you world's your oyster. Yeah, you can just bring it. And yet, no, we've we've been really like consistent every Thursday. Um, yeah, I was gonna say and, I always and, see the tweet. Yeah, and yeah, and um, but to be honest, uh, and this is why I like certain channels. Like I'm not I'm not paid, but like Funhouse, right? Um, so Rooster Teeth, uh, the bigger company that owns Rooster Teeth is Time Warner. Uh, Warner Studios, uh, Warner, Warner Media, Warner Media. Thank you. Um, yeah. But um, you've heard of Achievement Hunter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Achievement Hunter kind of like releases like forty-five minute, hour-long, unedited like let's plays of stuff. And Funhouse is the adult version of that, where they edit things down into 10, 15 minute like videos. Uh-huh. Right. It's okay that your show doesn't need to come out like weekly at this time or whatever, or bi-weekly or like whatever. Man, I'm an adult. I don't have time to play the games I want to play, watch the movies I want to. What the fuck happened, man? Like it, and it's been a year since Christopher Siege and I have been doing this. Like <laughs> I don't Every- have time for like all of this stuff. And I'm completely content with like going back to your like episode one, right? And then watching that. And maybe three days later, a month later, or whenever, watching the next one. Uh, maybe the same day, because I'm driving everywhere. The, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to it like then. And and that's fine. So I understand there are different like types of listeners. Mm-hmm. For example, we have some listeners who like you can tell that they're listening to us like every day because they're commenting on the YouTube. Uh-huh. The oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. And there's one guy in particular who's like slamming through uh, alphanumeric. Our oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's commenting on everything, like live as he's watching it. He'll be talking about what parts we're, <laughs> we're talking that's, about. I mean, I'm that's like, pretty awesome. That's a good feeling, right? That that guy, at least that guy's listening to, <laughs> to us. 
And it's fine. Everybody ingests things at different speeds. But for me, I don't know about Christopher Siege. I was going to ask his take since we've all kind of talked about this consuming and producing like part. Um, But for me, um, I don't care about schedule. Uh, I don't Patreon support anyone and I, and I need to, right. And I should, uh, especially the ones I like. Um, And I don't need to keep a schedule because I I feel like I have way too much media (laughs) Yeah, so if you come across it, if you see it pop up on your feed, you're like, oh, a new episode of so-and-so, I can watch it. Like, you're not, like, adhering to the schedule that you both made up in your head. Well, uh, with Christopher Siege, so that I don't get crazy, we make these on schedule and we adhere to them. But the Mm -hmm. way I ingest media is just, like, I'm a tired old man and I can only, like, I finally be here one thing at a time. I I finally beat Nier Automata um, like four years after it came out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, this say. game is so good. And everyone's like, dude, that's an old game. It's like half it's a decade old. It's not old to me. Yeah. Uh, it's still Siege, new to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, the, the feels are real to me, and they're still <laughs> fresh. Um, Christopher Siege, you tend to like new things and watch them as they come out and you tend to support your i don't think you listen to a ton of stuff correct me if i'm wrong but the stuff you do listen to you listen to fairly quickly and you do support directly right yes um yeah so generally with podcasts like i don't care so much when they come out uh, i'm pretty adamant about like you know, Thursday, it's too much Energon. It's alphanumeric. Friday, it's alphanumeric. It's Monday. When we produce things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for me, like, that doesn't, that, like, that has nothing to do with me as a, like, as a consumer. That's just me, like, like, that's just me, like, be, like, professionalism on my part. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is when we do it. So I need to, I, like, I need to do this thing and get it out at this time. Mm-hmm. Because, and like, I don't care if shows that I listen to do that, because most of them don't. Yeah, neither do I. But for me, it's something I feel, it's something like I, I feel like I need to do. And indeed, like... Me too. Me every, too I know I was late <laughs> today, <laughs> yes. um, but like, I, I actually do, it, it gives me some structure. Yeah, same. And it, like it for for me it's gratifying. Like every mm-hmm. every week when we when we do these shows and hammer them out consistently. It was like, like an accomplishment. I, like you accomplish something at the end of your day. Exactly. In the yeah, very yeah. least, if I sat on my fat ass all week, like Homer Simpson with like nacho crumbs on my fucking like wife beater and <laughs> Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, what day is it? Oh, it's time to shave and and take a shower and do too much energy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I fucking did something today. It's yeah, it's a small it's, feat. I mean, it's not a small feat, but it's like it's a feat that at the end of the day you can be like, hey, I yeah, I did too much energy tonight. Like tomorrow, I get to record another thing, and I do it every week, and it's a ritual. Yeah. So well, I I yeah. had someone uh, recently like complain because they like. I, I'm not going to get too too much into it, but uh, do they, it, do they, it, do they, it. They've been wanting to hang out a lot over the past like month or so, and like days that they keep proposing, I'm like, oh, I work that day, which I'm like, eh, I've had the same work schedule for like two years now. Like, 
Uh, and they're like, okay, well, what about this day? And I'm like, I do a podcast. I've been doing a podcast every Thursday for the past year now. And they're like, okay, well, what about Friday? I'm like, I've been doing a podcast, do podcast. every every Friday for nearly a year now. And they're like, okay, well, uh, what about Monday? And I'm like, I do another podcast. Uh, so, so like I like I work full time. I work 40, 40 plus hours a week. Plus I. Uh, walk to and from work, which it's not a short walk, so that adds like another like hour and a half mm-hmm. out of my day. Uh, I, Don't change I, that. <laughs> I I do these shows. Um, they're usually like like the the base like like free like podcasting content that I do every week is like anywhere from like four and a half to like six hours it it takes up that afternoon or that evening for you and then i have all of my post-production stuff that i have to do which adds like another couple of hours per show Mm. onto that and not only that but because we actually have patreon subscribers which if you're one thank you we love you um we do patreon exclusive shows now and I mean, like, it's it's very, like, loosey-goosey, like, shoot-the-shit mm-hmm. stuff. Like, Laser Comb Tonight, our, like, dumb news show. But, like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like, that's another half hour to an hour of, like, recording. So, plus we have all of our, like, preamble stuff. So, yeah. point is, like, I... I work... Like, point is, like, I have a very, very busy week. Um, <laughs> working and, like... This was a very roundabout way of saying that like podcasting has almost like become like a second job, even though yeah, I it's basically make... like the other half of your life. Yeah. Even though like I barely make any money off of it, but yeah. um, it, it's basically become like a second job to me. And you know what? I love doing it. I, w- I was going to say it's not like a job. I understand you saying that, but it's fulfilling to you. It's much more fulfilling than the the job that pays the bills. That's what I was going to say. Gonna like say yeah, yeah. It seem like oh, it's like a second job, except I don't get paid. <laughs> um, it's fulfilling. Be, it's one of those things where you're in your mid thirties and you're like, man, why didn't I fucking do this? Or oh man, I always talked about like doing this with this person or like whatever. And so at least it's one out of the ten things where you're like. Every year, I'm not, like, bemoaning that I didn't go and fucking do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Christopher and I have been like, oh, yeah, we'll totally do, like, a podcast, like, loosey-goosey, reminding each other of it for five years. Damn. More oh. than. I, I was actually, I was explaining this uh, to, to Dan earlier in the, uh, the preamble, but uh, I'll mention it in the episode. So... Uh, me and Cal have been talking about doing a podcast together uh, since like 2014, but we never had an idea for one. And like uh, another friend of mine, like also wanted to do the show with us and was like, oh, it could just be like us, like, like three guys, like shooting the shit. And I'm like, that's not really a concept for a show. I that's... hate that. I hate shows that do that. I'm sorry. I'm that... so glad you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, and that's why I didn't do that. Cause I'm like, I don't like, have a direction. I... I, yeah, I'm like yeah. you, you stay for the personalities. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, but if your pitch is, hey, these three nobodies talk about nothing. Seinfeld worked because it's a TV show, 
Yeah. Seinfeld for free on YouTube sucks. <laughs> Seinfeld for free on YouTube. I like that. Okay, hear me so, out. It's like Seinfeld, except these losers sit on a couch and talk about their shitty lives. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a show that no one but but the three of us would want to listen to. Yeah. So I never had a concept for uh, a show. And then uh, a couple of years ago, uh, as a uh, speaking of Patreon, as a Patreon exclusive, a uh, couple of film critics that I'm a big fan of whose podcast that I listen to, uh, the critically acclaimed network, uh, William Bibiani and Whitney Seibel. If you read movie reviews on The Wrap or IGN, sometimes they're written by them. Um, uh, very, very, I've interacted with them like on uh, Google Hangouts and whatnot. They're very, very delightful people. Uh, but they had a Patreon exclusive show called All Our Yesterdays, which was uh, covering every episode of Star Trek ever, one episode at a time, in a very like similar fashion to what we do. They like summarize what happens in the episode and then comment mm -hmm. on it. And so last year, I, I was like drunk one night and uh, had popped out my my Beast Wars DVDs because I was feeling super nostalgic um, and was watching Beast Wars and 100% drunken idea. I was like, I was like, oh, uh, we could do like all our yesterdays, but like we could do it about Beast Wars. No one's podcasting about who the fuck's going to podcast about Beast Wars. Let's do it. Little did I know there are other Beast Wars. There were two others, yeah. yeah. I think you did um, message me at like midnight or something. Uh, I worked graveyards for a decade. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is why I look 50. Um, <laughs> so like Christopher always knew he can just. Uh, text me like fucking whenever right my phone's either on silent and i'm asleep or i'm awake i don't give a shit text me whenever <laughs> yeah. um yeah and it was fuck maybe it was later than that and he's like fuck it man do you want to do a beast wars podcast <laughs> and in 15 seconds or less i was like hell yeah <laughs> yeah let's do it and uh so uh we set it up this was we're like okay let's uh it, like when will work and cal was like well i can do thursdays and i'm like i'm like okay i'm off work at like this time on thursdays and thursday and is my friday and that thursday is my friday at work and so like i can go as late as i need to with recording uh -huh. so yada 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 and uh here we are 50 episodes later here we, here we are. are here we are 24 listeners here we are strong. here we are here we are. Here we are. <laughs> uh, I yeah, think you were we just saying more than twenty-four listeners. <laughs> you were saying that um, it like you didn't want it to become a chore. I think you said that at some point, like how you, you kind of didn't want it to be. I guess in my head, like I never wanted it to become unfun or a chore or seem like a second job, or like where right. I put too too much work into it, where I feel like it's not exuding anything or like any kind yeah. of pleasure out of it. I think I, I hit that. Uh, I was telling Christopher before that I almost hit that because I was I started off doing it by myself. And for the most part, I had my co-host on like once every few episodes, but it was still just me. And I was going to stop doing it because I'm like one person. It's just not. If you listen to one person to a podcast, it's the craziest thing. I can't believe I did that. Uh, so like at the right before I decided to make Nick, my co-host, I was actually going to stop doing it. And then I realized that, like, okay, I'm only going to do it 
when I say he's my co-host, I'm only going to do it when he can do it with me. So then from here on out, it'll only be fun because I've known my co-host since we were five years old. So we've known, I, we've known right. each other for like almost 30 years. Um, so I would only do it with him. And then it like breathed new life into it for me because I was like, oh, this isn't just a chore anymore where I feel like I have to read Wikipedia or read something on my phone or talk to a wall. I can finally bounce off someone. And then everything was going great. And then last year, I hit the point where I thought it might have been too overbearing and too much. And so last September, we went on like a four-month hiatus just out of nowhere. I just texted Nick and I was like, hey, man, like I can't do this right now. I'm gonna, like, I just feel like it's, I'm not in it. Right now, uh, so we just took four months off. Just didn't do anything. Mm. And then I, when we came back in January, I'm like, I have, I feel like I have the energy now to put in. I don't think I had the energy in me anymore. And I think I had the energy again to put into it in January. I'm like, I'm going to put as much as I can. And that's why we kind of went into that phase three where we do kind of a little research and just make it us. And so starting in January, the episodes are a little bit different because like you heard, we talk about a guy named Hank for like yeah. 30 minutes so 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 that's basically like <laughs> how we wanted to format our episodes now for the most part where there are episodes that have come where we have a specific thing and we talk about that for the most part but your pokemon I feel like I never, episode the pokemon episode yeah i think that's my favorite one you've done so far because neither of you know anything about pokemon yeah, we're, we're and i don't fucking know anything about pokemon either, we were just so discovering I, it in the moment i used to feel bad <laughs> But now it's kind of really funny in hindsight. And now it's the only way I can operate that we'll be talking about something, uh, Christopher and I on whatever show we're doing. And then, yeah. well, wait, wait a sec. I'm just going to fucking look this up. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're like, oh, <laughs> and like we learned something on the show. Yeah, um, I mean, there are things we Google beforehand yeah. just because it's almost more fun. Uh, like you said, you took a break from it or whatever. If, if it's not fun for you, then don't do it. And I do, um, every, and I not to throw him under the bus, but he knows I throw him under the bus. But I do everything. So all I ask for the the guy Nick is to like, hey, say we're gonna do an episode on this game. Look up this 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 this. We'll do it Saturday, whatever. Like I do all the editing. I, I the editing now isn't that much, but I used to do all the editing, uh, the releasing, the social media, like all this stuff. So I did everything. It's the same with me. Generally, yeah. all I ask of people is just show up. Yeah. So, and I'm not even faulting him, but like because I was doing so much, it was <laughs> I, I wasn't getting For some people. Bad. It is. Yeah. So it was a little bit. It was a little difficult. So I was just, and I think you know, it was in the middle of COVID. September was still yeah. like peak COVID. So I'm like, I got a lot on my head. I just I can't have this fun right now because it won't be fun because I have other stuff on my mind. So. Yeah. It, it's funny that you say that. We we have another show where there are four hosts. Um, yep. Oh, wow. And uh, every once in a while, someone can't make it. What else? No big deal. And um, oh, everyone was like a little bit freaking out because uh, the, the Siege, the Siege-a-tron, the Chris, Christopher-tron. Um, Siege-a-tron? Couldn't make it. And he was like, oh, hey, Cal, can, can you do this or, or this? Um, and so I oh, googled how does this work? Do to do, do to do, do. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand how um, the bot that we use to record works. Okay, cool. Uh, and the it other worked, worked out perfectly fine. And the That's others good. thought I was like a fucking wizard. 
<laughs> to have like learned Christopher Siege's job that took him decades to get here <laughs> in like mere hours. And I'm like, man, I Googled like how I to just do looked this it up. That's how I learned like literally yeah. everything relating to these shows. I just but, fucking Googled it. But now I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I, uh, and I'll talk to Christopher Siege later about it. I'm going to buy a rig so I can fucking render stuff. Um, so now you know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I'm going to, I want to start editing and do it. And so I can like do all of this stuff. But it's manager syndrome. Do, do you know what that, um, no. that is? No. So um, it's it's probably called some something else. So there's this this thing where huh, you're paid less than managers, and you're at a job that you're not like super enthused about, and you don't know how something works or if you should do something. So you go get a manager, and they tell you confidently, and it's something you probably already knew, but that you were incompetent or sorry, confident enough in, right? Mm. If you have just the slightest will to actually go and do something, it, it's very easy to go and do that. But it's not inherent in people to just do it. It's I'm not trying to like insult anybody or whatever. Everybody's willing to put in so much effort into something, and you should get out of it what you put in. Yeah. Christopher Siege wants to do this, right? He he came to the realization like I don't want to be sixty and not have not have have done not having shit, done right? a Beast Wars podcast. Or podcast. <laughs> Although we also joke that we are sixty and we're doing like episode <laughs> like like one thousand two hundred of too much energy. It. it makes sense. Yeah, um, but. The, the manager syndrome. At that point, is, we're just talking about the original like Dia clone toys because yeah, we've run out of everything else. Okay, why not? <laughs> um, but like the manager syndrome is just all this shit is actually really easy to do. The only reason the manager is necessary is because people don't want to use the ten percent of extra brain power mm. to do extra work. Mm. And I understand that, and I don't, um, I don't hold anything against that, right? But sometimes it really is. People just have enough time to show up, be um, present mm -hmm. on something, and then like peace out. Even if they have the time to completely help and learn and all this stuff, like for example, um, one of our co-hosts has OBS and has had it for months longer than me. And apparently, uh, I figured out how to fucking use OBS faster <laughs> before then. Than this guy's had it for months. Oh, how, how did you do that? Or how? Uh, Google is a mysterious mistress, my friend, <laughs> my friend, right? And then I'm like, wait a second. I used to edit, edit audio and video for like funsies, like back. And I used to, you know what? I, I'm going to be doing that stuff. Now I, I I want to go and do that stuff, and it's just the people that take on the responsibility for that is usually just because they want to. That's the only difference. The, yeah, like if I if I was actually, I mean, same thing. Uh, I might just be speaking for Chris too, but I feel like if we didn't want to do it, we would definitely like I would definitely ask Nick to do more. Like he might have. Like I don't have an issue with doing all the work. It seems like Chris enjoys doing all the editing and doing all the work too. 
if we actually disliked or, or saw like a gap where the other person wasn't doing as much, I feel like I would say connect. I feel like he would probably ask you to contribute something, you know, like. Christopher and I have come to the point where I can be like, uh, I don't really like that. Did, did you like that? And he'll be like, oh, I thought it was fine. And I'll be like, no, no, I didn't fucking like that. All right. That's, I mean, like, that's good. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Or he'll be like, uh, yeah, I thought that was bad or, or like whatever you it's it's weird you get like two friends in your life <laughs> where you can be like that's fucking stupid and they don't unfriend you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you need to find those those friends to be i almost to the point of i was almost worried if i was going to get kicked off the show there there's moments really? where i'm like i th there's moments where i was like i want the show's name to be this and everyone else was like, eh, no, or they were indifferent. And I'm like, no, th this is what I've contributed, Dan. Um, me being Cal, present. Cal, Cal came up with the name Too Much Energon. <laughs> and it's right. a great name. Present, it's a great yeah. name. And naming things. That's it. <laughs> so you're going to take those two things and make sure you go full throttle with those two things that you're good at. And I, I felt really strongly about the name of the reboot one and the name of this one. And even if it's butting heads with some people, and I think Christopher has made it a point of being like, no, 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 I I, I like that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it now. Um, little did I know, naming it Too Much Energon meant that we will talk about Transformers for 10,000 years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cursed. Four million now. years, please. Yeah, four million cycles. Isn't that what it is? Uh, yeah, yeah, cycles. Yeah, it would be cycles. Yeah. Nobody knows how much time that is. Nobody. On, on um, a click. Saturday afternoon. Yeah, isn't yes. it clicks and cycles? Right? Yeah. But so uh, yeah, to, to to summarize my thoughts, I, I really I, I I handle all of the back end and production stuff and all of that because I want to and I like doing it. And I've even mentioned uh, to Cal off air before that I actually would be interested in being parts of shows where I'm literally just producing them. Like I'm not a oh, cool. on air personality. Mm. Well, one thing I I'm, was well, like, oh, wait a second. Like there's a little bit of an edge that we have over a lot of others. And it might seem silly, but uh, Christopher mixing. <laughs> the little intros is like that little level of production that a lot of other podcasts don't necessarily have. Some people like, just start podcast. Like sometimes other podcasts just start. Like I'm listening on Spotify. I'll give someone a chance and literally someone just start talking with no break, no like bookend. You know, you guys have a bookend. You have the song. You have like, you know, it's just crazy. Like people do no editing at all. Like, yeah, it is unique that you guys do that. Like uh, certain other Beast Wars podcasts yeah, yeah. that uh, <laughs> shall remain nameless. And <laughs> some people do have intros, but they're like, fuck, five minutes long? And they're plugging its own show? And I'm like, but I'm already... And we plug our own show every single fucking time at the end. Yes, 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 I know. But you can fucking skip that if you want, right? But yeah. like, it's weird skipping the beginning of something. 
And I'm like, why are you plugging your own show and like your sponsors and stuff in a pre-recorded thing in the first five minutes? I, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, that was, I, that was, I, have you guys ever done that? Like with like a, a sponsor type thing? Oh, no. we get sponsored all the time. I'll have you know. Well, I'm just I'm just happy that people have bought t-shirts relating to our show yeah. and subscribe yeah, to okay. us on Patreon. That's pretty I'm awesome. actually convinced that it's actually all Christopher. And then nobody has bought any. He just has like a pile of, of shirts. <laughs> I no, we used to because yeah. we belong to Anchor. Or so yeah, we still belong to Anchor, but for a period of time, they were our sponsors. So forever play, if we recorded like a sponsor ad saying, hey. Go to Anchor and make a uh, podcast. We would put it in episodes, and then we would make like a penny from every play that that would get. That's obviously not a lot of money. But when we did it, we recorded these little ads, and we didn't really know where to put them because I'm like, I kind of just hate. I hate that idea. If you're right, like, why would I just be talking about? Hey, go check out my show. Go use this. And I feel like it, for me, it's not natural to turn into an infomercial. To be like, hey, go on Anchor, and we we read this script that they sent to us for like 30 seconds to a minute. And I'm like, I can't do this. So what we did was we, we made a, like a normal one, normal esque that was like a minute long. And then we also made these ones to make it more fun for us because we still had to read the ads, but we wanted to like, just make it goofy. So, uh, <laughs> we changed the scenario every time. So one of the scenarios was, uh, one of us played Abraham Lincoln. Another one played like his <laughs> servant, and he started explaining it to him. But the ser in the twist in the ad was the servant was John Wilkesmooth. Oh so, shit! <laughs> and then uh, another one was that anchor. So I I got a phone call in the middle of the night. These are all like minute or minute and a half ads that we made to promote Anchor, and Anchor probably hated it because they stopped doing our sponsors. Um, but another one. We, I got a phone call They're in the like, middle of the night. We're tired of these, these yeah. guys. Shit. He's going to make fun of us. We got a, I got a phone call in the middle of the night and it was Nick. And Nick was saying he's acting all scared because he said Anchor has him hostage and he has him and his kids hostage or else. Uh, and he starts reading the promo and he's like, you can make a podcast whenever you want. Please save my kids. And I'm like, dude, I'll be there in five minutes. Like, stay where you are. And it's I, just I've, fucking, I've heard that one. Yeah. It's just fucking <laughs> weird. And I'm 100% sure that they heard these ads and they recently stopped giving us money. And I'm like, it kind of makes sense because I'm not like I got I'm not like I can't be serious about this stuff. I don't want to promote myself in the episode like for real, and I don't want to the promote these like other things. The funny thing is, those are actually my favorite ad reads. So if like the no companies that are listening to this and like that's like the new age of advertising. Uh, Christopher and I had talked about the making fun of your own product advertising that started yeah. in the 2000s um, with like the uh, the juicy fruit commercials where the guy singing on the guitar and like teenagers come up and they smash his guitar <laughs> and they go nice song man and they put juicy fruit in their mouth and I'm like is that a juicy fruit commercial where the or is they're ripping like, the juicy fruit yeah like that's funnier yeah so. If they didn't like that, they are out of touch with the youth. Because yeah, I think, I, those are my favorite ad reads. Those are the only tolerable ones. Touch and we, that makes me more interested in the ad men in their thirties. Yeah, <laughs> we were scared to put them in the beginning because, like you said, like you don't want like someone doing an ad in the beginning. So I had to like find breaks to like split them up. So that's like one of the editing things that was a little challenge for me because in our earlier episodes. We didn't say like, "Hey, we're gonna go on a break. We'll be right back." And then it breaks. Right. I had I had to like look for spots where neither one of us were saying anything, and I'm like, kind of go in there, 
like a surgeon, like put it in and take, yeah. you know. So I'm kind of glad that we don't have to do the ads anymore because I think like that program like expired for us. So now right. I don't have to specifically put these fake ads in. I still might just because they're funny, but. <laughs> just do fake ads for like do fake, fake ads. That's what well, my friends were telling me, just do the same thing, but for but for either real companies or just fake ads for fake companies. Um, Our third. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a we had an episode. Christopher, we, we should start doing power thirst ads. Yeah, just is make that, a fake one. Is anyone even fucking old enough to? Yeah, our listeners know what the fuck power thirst is. Yeah, yeah I, make, most of them are our are our age. Just make we have a, ads. we have a couple of listeners in their their twenties though. Yeah, which I'm like, I'm like, hey, you're this show. We're we're talking about a show that is older than you. And, yeah, isn't that uh, weird? Yet, yet you're a fan of it, and uh, enough of a fan of it to listen to us. So thank you. Me. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, I think it is becoming um, witching hour on Dan's end there. Uh, you know, I didn't even realize what time it was, to be honest. Yeah, it's getting pretty late. Yeah, so it's pretty late I, I think I we, yeah. I, I think we should uh, probably start to wrap it up here. So... That has been episode 50 of Too Much Energon. Now here on Too Much Energon, we rate things on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, <laughs> good. Uh, Dan, since you're a listener and our guest of the week, what would um, you rate this podcast too much as in the first on, 50 episodes as I'm in on the, the podcast i was a listener so it's clearly a too much energon for me if okay. anything it's it's what's the middle one the middle one is a grade for me because only because i listened to a good amount and then stopped and then like a bunch of episodes came out that i didn't hear and then i listened to some again so there's definitely episodes that i haven't heard so i grade myself not enough energon and i grade <laughs> you guys too much energon <laughs> So averaged out, it, uh, yeah, it's averaged a sufficient out, amount like, of energy. Yeah, sufficient amount of energy. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Cal. What are you? What are you going to rate the the podcast on the too much energon scale? Um, they talk too much about a fucking twenty minute cartoon from the nineties. Uh, not enough chicks. Sufficient <laughs> amount of energon. Uh. Yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah. They they spend. Uh, <laughs> They they spend like sometimes three fucking hours like talking about twenty two minutes of a like dumb kids show from twenty five years ago, like one of them is like clearly tipsy in a few episodes. Like sometimes the audio cuts out here and there. Like and one of them has bad teeth. Like <laughs> and so then the video came out that they started putting them on YouTube and then we they found out both of them have bad teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's it might even get a no energon from me. No, I should, oh my god. No energon for your own show. <laughs> you have to weigh weigh everything weigh everything. Yeah, you gotta enough. weigh all the options. Uh, that is a very good point. You're like you talk it's almost a three hour show sometimes to talk about twenty two minutes of a TV show. It's <laughs> pretty insane. It introduced us to Raptorbot Chronicles. That is true. There you go. Um, I will say though, in in all seriousness, I've been doing this one day shy of a year now. Uh, it's the highlight, one of the highlights of my week, because 
I get to spend like upwards of three hours uh, with just like bullshitting with someone who at this point, honestly, has become like one of my closest friends. Thank Damn. you. Oh, Damn. you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, he beat me just, to my own. To yeah, my joke. We had the same joke. And like just about like what like my favorite show from when i was 11 years old like how fucking cool is that and we we get to like do like bad impressions and like joke about like fucking eye lasers and you know what people actually listen to us hey if you get one listener i mean i get happy when i literally see one play on like well, an episode like well, so you know like if anyone's out there and listens to your show like obviously i listen but yeah it's an exciting feeling when you know that with something or something you're putting out someone is checking out Someone yeah, is we, enjoying. We have one listener, and here you are. Yeah, yeah, and, are. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you're listening to us, and you're not on the show, yeah, like you're not the one present here right now. You're not Dan. Yeah. You can come on the show too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll give Subscribe you a free to us on so that you can advertise yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so it, we have said that in the past too. <laughs> this podcast like, is one guy that really likes it come on this you'll be happy the, the, <laughs> this podcast is getting a too much energy on for me nice uh, personally as a participant it gets a too much energy on for me as a listener <laughs> here's a question as a listener I, though here's a question for you guys um because you guys literally do it more than me, so you do it twice a week, once a week. Uh, do you see this as a sort of therapy? Because when I do it, sometimes I, because again, I've known my co-host for like 30 plus years. Sometimes we tell, we bring up stories or sometimes one of us are telling stories that we haven't told the other one. Or I bring up stuff that like from my past, like funny stories that like, I feel like I would get more out on the podcast than I would telling a therapist. Like about like making fun of someone or someone shit talking somebody or a funny situation that I was embarrassed about twenty years ago. I feel yeah. like that my doing my podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I feel like doing the podcast is definitely a form of therapy, like very therapeutic. And doing it with one, you know, one of my best friends, if not my, my best friend, like it's a really great feeling when you get done an episode or even in the middle of it, and you're like, I'm just having a blast in this hour, hour and a half half long like moment and then when it ends you're like wow this is saved this is recorded i'm gonna put this out in the world because i really like what i just did yeah i i feel the same way yeah. definitely um i always like make serious things and try to make a joke of them but i have semi-seriously said to christopher multiple times that like it it, it kind of saved my life i <laughs> um, uh, dude yeah like the pandemic, um, now I'm being renovicted, um, not working, blah, blah, blah. If you just don't fucking do anything, you spiral into darkness. Uh-huh. And um, I don't, it's one of those things where like Christopher and I are like, we need to hang out more. We need to hang out more. Oh, geez, it's been eight months. We need to hang out more. So like oh this shit, is it's been four week. years since I've been to your house. <laughs> so this has been a way to like hang out and we get to know each other more. And yes, it is like actually very therapeutic. And Christopher Siege has become um like yeah, like one of my best friends. And our humor 
has locked up like so much so that I can make a joke on our other podcast, completely deadpan. And Christopher Siege will start like, like laughing or like wiping away tears or whatever. And the other two like hosts are like awkward smile laugh. And then they like continue. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I, I made him laugh. I, I don't yeah. even, <laughs> I don't even care. And maybe one person will laugh because they listen to too much energon first and they know the joke yeah and they'll know yeah. The, the joke yeah, yeah they're, they're, even if nobody else gets it, it there, there was one thing in, in particular with uh on an episode of uh, a show that we do that i missed and uh i i still edited it and everything but so i'm listening there, to it he edited it yeah, so I, I'm listening to it, and uh, Cal s delivers a line, like, completely, like, straight and deadpan, and I just, like, messaged it, and I started laughing right away, because, like, I knew exactly, like, I knew he was joking, and I knew, like, what he meant, what he actually meant when he was saying that, uh -huh. so I messaged him right away and, like, quoted him and was like, fucking lol. <laughs> fucking lol. And it yeah, wasn't like, an insight, it's, it's it was the, my, my, like, style of humor. And because the other um, the other co-hosts thought I was actually being serious and began to talk about what I had just said that was clearly yeah. a joke, and yeah. that kind of made it funnier. <laughs> like they were going with, yeah, that's that is actually funny. They don't know what they're kind of going with because you obviously were not yeah. serious yeah. at all. The, you know what? They're not going to listen. Uh, the, <laughs> the the quick <laughs> joke was. Um, they were kind of like rambling on about like local traffic and like the weather and basically the like cancer of a podcast of things you shouldn't talk about. Yeah. Um, and so when I had started the segment and I was like, specifically someone was like, Oh yeah. Like uh, uh, it was supposed to be about news. And like one of them was like, uh, Oh yeah. You know, uh, I, I, uh, uh, did some uh, grocery shopping and like the traffic was just, uh, was just horrible and cal responds with any interesting news about the groceries or the traffic <laughs> like the person actually the one. person actually responded and said no, no they, they no. responded like seriously and they started talking about like like groceries or like the traffic <laughs> why that's really i mean and uh, then I started laughing like 10 seconds, like as they started answering like, ah, me. Like, I really don't give a fuck. I don't want to know. I, I don't, I don't yeah. care. Uh, yeah, little it's things like that that are that are fun. Yeah, yeah. and like we're we're not we're not uh, uh, saying this to like throw shade at them or anything like that. No, we're we're using the, that we that... understand that each other's like humor. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, you're you're friends with. Um, your co-host since you were five, and if you can make the other person laugh, and no listener, it's the best feeling in the world. Understands it, it's therapeutic, and you're using it as hangout, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the listeners are with you throughout all this journey, and and they like you, then they're gonna like it, even if they don't get it. They're gonna like it if you guys are having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah. Um. Speaking of having fun, uh, we've had a lot of fun tonight. So, uh, and we've been going for over two hours now. So crazy, and it actually didn't feel like that. So, just to give you guys credit, it definitely didn't feel like all over two hours. So, yeah, it's been lots of fun. Um, 
best way to support the show is wherever you're listening to this. Uh, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a five-star rating. Anything helps us out. If you like Beast Wars, tell your friends about this show. Or if uh, you know someone who likes Beast Wars and they aren't your friend, tell them about one of the other Beast Wars podcasts and not I us. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. For five, starting at $5 a month, you get uh, bonus preamble audio, literally hours of it each week. Uh, and access to our Discord. $10 a month, you get our weekly uh, dumb news show that we were just talking about, Lasercomb Tonight. Uh, we're also launching a new, I think I mentioned it earlier, a new spinoff to Too Much Energon, where we talk about the Beast Wars comic book once a month. Too much Galavar. Uh, that's at the $10 tier. The $25 tier gets you all of that. Also gets you a t-shirt. Uh, gets you our Too Much monthly, Too Much commentary where, show, where we watch a dumb movie and laugh at it, basically. We have one um, available for free where we do commentary over Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. classic. I, the the classic top-tier Batman movie. Yeah, definitely yeah. top-tier. Yeah. yeah, best Batman. Yeah, it's like Batman and Robin, The Dark Knight. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Batman and Robin, Batman Forever. The Adam the West... The Adam West Batman. Yeah. Um, and that's it. You don't need to know. Anything. Yeah, you don't need to watch the other ones. Uh, social, me social media. I am on Twitter. I am at Lasercomb. L-E-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Cal, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at NeoCal. Neo underscore K-A-L. And um, you can actually follow... Uh, if you just want to listen to episodes of the show and don't want to see my pictures of ducks that I upload um, or uh, Christopher uh, bragging about how he's vaccinated, uh, you could follow uh, <laughs> too much energy on itself at too much energy on um, WT Famicon is on the uh, Twitter sphere. Yes. Uh, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram just as WT Famicom. Uh, you can find me. I, I post pretty frequently. I don't think I have anything else. No. Yeah. Just those two. Uh, you can find us on, Find our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you can get podcasts. I think there's like, I think I just wrote it recently. I think there were on like 16 platforms and half of them I don't really know. I just know we're on 16. Uh, if you, if you <laughs> enjoy it, yeah, it's like something you don't even know where you are. Um, if, if anyone's listening to this and you enjoy gaming podcasts, but also hate gaming podcasts at the same time, uh, we're the podcast for you. We're two guys that have known each other for 30 years. Half the time we talk about the game, we say we're going to talk about. Uh, so give us a listen. Um, we come out with two episodes a month. We, if you're one of those people that uh, go on bathroom breaks, obviously everyone fits, uh, but go on a car ride and just need like a short podcast, we do a mini series called OM Game Boy. And they're literally 10 to 15 minute episodes. So they're very small, compact episodes. You can just listen to them. So yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere you get podcasts. Bad. Uh, Dan, if what's a good intro WT Famicom like pod episode to listen to? Uh, so the one that we've 
mentioned before is a good one where it's about the Konami code, or I say we say it's about the Konami code. The Konami code is the famous video game cheat. Uh, another one, a personal favorite of mine, is where it kind of changed everything for me. It's called We're Bored, W-I-I apostrophe R-E, like the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And it's centered, it only centered around uh, Wii games of adaptations, adaptations of board games. Because oh. I was I was over my mom's house and I noticed she still owned the Wii last year and all and she owned like thirty board games. So I'm like, sounds right. about right. I was like, anyone <laughs> over the age of fifty five owns a shit ton of board games and a Wii. So that is general consensus. And so I took that and I was like, all right, well, there's probably terrible adaptations of board games for the Wii. So I just combined the idea and I kind of made fun of my mom too. I told this like crazy story about my mom that I've held on to for like five years, which is a really funny story about her visiting like a soul food restaurant. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but that's one of my favorite, that out. <laughs> that's literally one of my favorite, uh, probably my most favorite episode. So the Konami code one or the one called we're bored. So. All right. So well, I'm actually going to check out that one. I, I didn't, is that one a little bit earlier? Uh, that was episode like 21. 21. Okay. Yeah. So listeners, if you've been listening to this show and you like me and Cal and think we're funny, go check out uh, WT Famicom because uh, I think if you'll like us, if you like us, you'll like them too. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I agree. We're on the same. We definitely have the same rhythm. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, Except if you, like digestible chunks instead of our three hour long. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are extravagant. You're right. Which is what this one is creeping up on. But you know what? It's episode fifty. God damn it! Yeah, it, might as yeah, well go, go out with a bang. Yeah. Uh, speaking of going out with a bang, uh, we've been getting a lot of questions on social media lately. Uh, what is the future of Too Much Energon? And we've kind of been, uh, kind of been uh, cagey about Nebulous. it because we 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 finished uh, Beast Wars proper like a month ago now and. Kind of just been dragging our heels, like doing random shit for the past like few weeks, which has been actually been a lot of fun. I've been quite enjoying it. Um, but now we're going to announce what our plan is, and if if you you can probably figure out what it is, we'll be back next week with the first episode of Beast Machines. Yes, I'm so excited. One, episode one of Beast Machines. It's a wild yeah. show. Yeah, I I've already watched through the first like rewatched through the first, and I I never really watched Beast Machines when I was younger because I watched like the first episode and was like I was like oh this isn't Beast Wars click, no. <laughs> um, but I I rewatched through the first three episodes recently because I bought the the DVD and it's actually pretty damn good. Like when you unshackle it from like Beast Wars nostalgia and kind of just take it on its own merits, it's a really interesting show. I have a confession. Actually, I've probably said this seven times on the show. Uh, I have watched no Beast Machines. You're in for a treat. You're definitely. So I'm actually pretty pretty excited. All right. So yeah, like I said, we'll be back next week with that. Uh, I want to thank our guest again, uh, Dan from uh, What the Famicom. Thanks for being on the show. It's great having you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, yeah. Listeners, go check out his show. Uh, that about does it. So we're going to get out of here. This was episode 50 of Too Much Energon. And 
I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm your other host, NeoCal. And... Oh, and me. Hey, yeah. I'm your uh, guest, Dan. I've been your guest. I've been all of your guests. He's always here in the back. I'm literally always here. They just don't know it. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Planning. <laughs> Planning the next episode while you guys aren't watching. Try plan, plotting to take over the show. Yeah. What the what the too much energon, too much yeah. Famicom. Yeah. The uh, with <laughs> our powers combined. Too much too Famicom. Much, too much Famicom. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're getting out of here. Bye bye. Until next week, I am transformed. Until next week's uh, terrorize. <laughs> bye bye. Well, that's our story bye. from Gladiator Arena, Los Angeles, California. For Larry Zonka, I'm Mike Adamley. See you again next week for more exciting semifinal action. <laughs>